The Gold Card Podcast is brought to you by the Esports Department. Gain access to the tools, projections, and analysis trusted by the best for League of Legends and Counter-Strike Global Offensive. Join today at theesportsdepartment.com. Welcome to episode 114 of the Gold Card Podcast. I think that's right. I'm going to have to go back and figure that out. But uh, episode, we'll say 114 of the Gold Card Podcast. We are uh, back somewhat to normal action, even though it's on a Thursday night this time around. We've had a rough couple of weeks in terms of scheduling and everything. So um, have you guys been over the past couple weeks? I haven't actually gotten a chance to really talk to you guys in, in a few weeks. It's been crazy busy been good man i mean it's been good just grinding it out messing with the nfts uh got myself (laughs) got myself signed up for this uh like twitch rivals thing at dreamhack playing magic i'll stream that on sunday on the channel for anybody that's interested in that should be kind of fun nothing else really what about you josh getting ready for nfl season or you still chilling yeah, I've been doing a lot of best ball drafts. Oh, God. Um, getting busted up, getting broken by Cam Akers, I hope not. So I was actually, like, one of the people that was lowest in the world on Cam Akers, so I have zero shares. I'm uh, pretty happy about that. So uh, I sold my only share in Dynasty, too, so I'm, I'm a shark. So you see. You say. <laughs> how did he, he knew, dude. How did he know? Yeah, I knew. How rich. I knew. <laughs> yeah, so I've been, been in these best ball streets. Playing some TFT, new new uh, mid patch set or whatever, mid set patch drop. You t- testing so testing on the Smurf, fun. right? That's what we'll call it. Yeah, <laughs> testing on the Smurf. True. That's good. That's good. That's good. Uh, so, as far as like news and stuff this week, I don't think there's really anything. I, I am almost certainly missing something big, but T1's whole staff getting fired. Oh, I guess we could talk about that because we didn't, we didn't record last week. So yeah, t- that was. Honestly, so no, it wasn't the whole step. It was just Danny and Zephyr. Um, they have a gigantic support staff there, so like I don't want to say the whole staff, but um, yeah, Danny and Zephyr got fired last week, just at a pivotal point in the season. Like I, I understand. I don't know if you guys agree with this or not, but generally speaking, I, I, I actually am usually for moves like this, like in the middle of a season. Like if it's not working, it's not working. Like do something. So, like, if the management there was like, listen, we had this expectation and you guys haven't met that, like, you got to do better. And even if it looks like it could be a downgrade or something like that, like, I don't, I usually don't hate moves like this. But it's so weird because T1, and, and maybe you guys disagree with this, T1 seem like they're so good, right? And they just aren't getting the results. Yeah, I mean, I've always I've not been a fan in recent splits of T1's drafting. I do think that like they were, I think they they've been playing too much towards early game in some of their splits. Not a not necessarily every game, but I think they they've they've been a team that's more often than others gone with like Jace type compositions, which you know I'm not a fan yeah. of in general. Um, and I think especially when you have such high quality, like I think they have very high quality players and very high quality team fighters. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you don't get a chance to show that off as much. It is interesting that right after the coaching changes, Boner came in 
for like the first time that we've seen him in maybe ever. I, I can't even no, remember last time we saw him. Yeah, he played in spring. played a little bit in spring, but we good. haven't seen him at all in summer. He came in right away, and then they went to the, to the Guma UC setup again right away. So it definitely seems like there was like some some arguments in management about how, what kind of roster they wanted to tout out and to whatever. This side won like the owner Guma UC setup, it seems it's like. It's really just a bizarre situation because like Teddy plays Ziggs. So like that like so if you all the other all the eighty carry substitutions you've been seeing around the world, unless there's like something actually going on behind the scenes, you can actually just draw a direct comparison to this player plays Ziggs or not. Like it like I know like LNG, LNG switched out their bottom lane. I'm pretty sure Light just doesn't play Ziggs well. And that's why they're doing that. Like that's why they switched the whole thing to not just light. They just want to be comfortable, I guess. But, um, like, any of the bottom lane substitutions you can look at around the world right now, unless the team expressly says otherwise, like, you can you can more or less draw a direct line to, okay, this player plays Ziggs well, and this one doesn't. So they're going to – and Ziggs is, like, a priority pick right now. So you have to um, be able to deal with that. But the, this is kind of a weird situation because, like, I, I think all of – whatever iteration of T1, the players are extremely high quality. It's just – they're, and you look at their performance metrics, like, they're a good team. They just lose games sometimes. I feel like they've caught... It almost feels a little bit like every team plays their best game against them a little bit, doesn't it? I, I don't, I'm not making excuses for T1 because, like, you do got to win the games eventually, right? And any good team deals with this onslaught of teams playing their best game plan, their best plan against them all the time, and they win, right? So I'm not making excuses for them, but doesn't it feel a little bit like they're probably better than their record right now? Uh, their stats are very good. I mean, they're right up there in the top echelon with with you know Genji and Damwon and those guys uh, as far as stats go. So I, I I expect it to kind of balance out. I still think they're in the running to win the, win the yeah. I do too. They just their their record just hasn't shown. I mean, they lost again to Afrika. Now Afrika are actually pretty good. So I don't I don't even think I thought I thought that series this morning was actually very good. It was well played by both teams and and they just came out on top. But um, oh, wait, they won this morning, right? Am I dumb? L, uh, Sandbox was the yeah, T one won. Yeah, they won. Right? Yeah, they won the third game. I remember because they stomped. Well, it was looking. It was looking. Yeah, I I thought Afrika had a pretty sweet draft in game three, and they just choked them out. Um, yeah. So that that's been interesting. Um, yeah, I mean they're still third in the LCK. Yeah, like, like it's not like they're it's not like they're missing the playoffs right now or something. You yeah. Know? What's why? So the thing that's wild about the LCK too is like I was I was writing about this because you know you have a lot of pivotal matchups between these middle of the table teams coming up in these next couple of weeks, and there's two wins separating ninth place and third place, or ninth place and and fourth place I guess now. Uh, after today, ninth place and sixth place. Sorry. Four teams, four teams battling for. I mean, and then you have Damwon and Sandbox are seven and five. So it's not like, um, honestly, it was looking like that Sandbox win upset over Gen G was really going to disrupt things this morning. And then, if, and then, and then, you know, Afrika almost came out and got one off T one and almost kept it even. But like, I mean, you have you have Damwon and Sandbox at seven and five. KT Rolsters four and eight. Now they're they're kind of going to have a rough time catching up. But like, you have Hamwell Life at four and seven, Fred Brion at four and seven, like. This is wide open. Like these last, I would assume Damwon's going to get their shit together. They've been kind of playing a lot better recently, so I would assume that they're going to get that fourth or f- third seed. But those last two spots are up for grabs. Honestly, it could be any of these teams. I think Sandbox might have actually locked. Like they didn't lock it literally, but they did themselves a huge favor winning that match this morning. So it's looking like maybe they're going to get one, and then the rest is up for grabs. It's kind of wild. 
Um, yeah, so just to just to give everyone a heads up, we, we didn't really talk about it going into um, setting this up, but we're, we're going to just play – we're just going to talk about Saturday and Sunday uh, in the Eastern Leagues because we're recording Thursday night, and I, you know, I'd be, by the time I release this, it's going to be like five hours till game time. So if you're listening live, cool. Feel free to ask us questions in the chat. But generally speaking, we're just going to skip over Friday in the LAC and LCK. Um, we'll talk some big picture stuff like we've been doing. Uh, anything else in the LCK? I guess like Nongshim's the big story, right? Yeah, Nongshim continues, and I, I mean it kind of makes sense with their drafts and stuff. Yeah. But they continue to just beat teams despite being like negative gold at fifteen yeah, minutes. I know. It's like... like just not great, like metrics in general. But I mean, when you look at it, they're playing like a shit ton of Rise, a shit ton of Aphelios, and like, they are improving. They're, 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 like their metrics are yeah, improving just... as they go, which helps. Yeah, they're drafting the kinds of compositions that can afford to be behind at 15 minutes sometimes. And if your opponents are going to draft fucking Jace, then go for it. So why not? <laughs> it is. So I do, you know, it, the debate always comes up. And at this point, it's it's a meme, right? But like any time there's like a Callista meta, it just creates this insane like binary view on the game where it's like, okay, like you're either in or you're out on the early game shit, right? And for what it's worth too, like some teams just know how to use it better. Like if you're not if you're not getting the first three dragons with Callista, you're not doing it right. Like you fucked up. Like as far as I'm concerned, if you're not getting the first three dragons of the game with the Callista comp, you're 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 an idiot and you fucked up at some point, some way, right? That's a that's what frustrates me the most about these compositions. Like in theory, like if you have a, a specific type of composition, like there are multiple ways to play this game yeah. and multiple compositions can be successful. But what I don't like is when teams don't identify that win condition and play around it. Like you see a team pick pick a Callista and a, and a Volibear jungle, and then the Volibear just farms till he's level 12 or something. And yeah. I'm like, no, like you need to be ganking level 3, level 6 again, level 9. Well, that's, why, like, that's like yeah. why I hate them. It's like teams draft Callista and then they just get ganked at level 4, and then they don't, then they like, one guy dies, and then for the next 15 minutes they don't do anything aggressive anyway. Yeah. So it's just to, like, okay, you well, your then your whole top just sucks. Exactly. Yeah. And people like, it, you see this a lot, really everywhere. It's not, it's not league specific. Like, Teams will have, like, an identity that they hold tight to. Uh, I, I mean, I, th- I think especially in, like, the LP, like a lot of the middle-of-the-table LPL teams that they, they kind of just are who they are, right? And it feels like they they know themselves, but they try to play the meta champions. And if it's like, oh, like, if Callista's Tier 1 and Aphelios is Tier 1, we're just going to try to jam those characters into our style of play, even if it doesn't fit whatsoever, right? And you see that kind of thing a lot. Like, that's not just, I'm, I'm pointing to the LPL because the teams are very, a lot of the teams are pretty linear. But, like, you see that everywhere. It's not league-specific. And it is kind of interesting any time that you have, like, the Kalista meta. Honestly, it's, it's Kalista. Kalista's, like, all of it, right? And right now, it's like, there's no mid-game carries. It's all, like, it's it's Kalista and then late-game carries. Whether it's Ezreal, Jinx, Aphelios, you know, you name it, right? Uh yeah, well, I guess Callista and Poke Varus. But Poke Varus, I think, scales decently depending on the composition and the situation you're in. So it is kind of interesting. God, I think the saddest thing about Callista, and I, I don't know if, if you guys agree with this, but I think Callista has one of the sickest ults in the game. Oh, actually. yeah. I think that ultimate is so awesome. Oh, it's cool. Like, just you just get to toss someone in at someone, and they're like, and the cool thing is, like, the Callista doesn't have to control that, right? They just press R, and yeah. then the other person controls it. And it opens up all like, sorts of wonky, yeah. weird picks, like Kennen support and Nico support. Yeah. And... It's just, you just don't get... It's frustrating because we don't see teams use it in the manner which would make it most effective. 
a lot of the time. And, like, it's just that that's what's frustrating about the yeah. pick. It's, it's not that it's, you know, in theory, it could be a very good pick if you, you if you play around it, right? If you give it the attention it needs, get it ahead. And then, like, we've seen what Kosa can do with two kills in the first 10 minutes of the mm-hmm. game. It's just, just absolutely it's, it's like the hardest snowball there is. Yeah. Like... But it's just, it's just frustrating because you just – and the ultimates are all the t- often used, like, defensively. And, like, I don't know. It's just not as fun. Um, you you wish you could see better stuff. And I'll say this too, like there you we know the teams that use it well, right? Like this isn't like a new thing. Rogue Rogue are excellent with Callista, right? Um, I think both the T one carries are excellent at it too. Uh, I mean, we saw Ghost and Barrel do a lot of this last season with the weird support picks too. So like. And there's, you know, a handful of other teams that I'm probably forgetting off the top of my head, but, like, those are the ones that come to mind for me where it's like, okay, these players know. And the other thing is, like, they know how to play Callista in a neutral state. Like, that's uh, that's hard. It's very difficult to do. And you can tell the players that know how to do that. But, yeah, it's... You know who's not great at it? Wild Turtle. Uh, hard agree. Uh, he was good at it when the champion was, like, turbo broken. I would argue that it's turbo broken again right now, but... As, as far as I'm concerned, no one who is playing any champion in that CLG Immortals game is good at that champion or league oh or talk, video games in general. Can we talk general, about or... that game for like three seconds? That was the most absurd no. league game I've ever watched. I, I've the watched a professional uh, league game I've ever watched. I, said, I don't know if you saw the tweet I put out. It was basically just like, I think I've watched Professional League of Legends since it existed. I watched literally thousands of games every single season. That might have been the worst throw I've ever seen in my life. It was like it was like yeah. actually. Have you ever seen someone get like totally emasculated? Like it was yeah, it, was it was literally it was it was it was so literally depressing. Like I was watching it, I was like, oh my god, you know, not not to bring shit up, but like I was I was literally like that's like the field goal kicker that misses like the the extra point with the game to tie the game to go to overtime in the playoffs or something. He's like, send someone home with that guy tonight. Like that was I was so I honestly felt bad. Like you got to win that game. I don't feel bad and like for the result, but I feel bad for how those players feel after that because that'll break you. Like that, that'll fuck. It you had up. to be like it had to be an insight into their into their mentality too. Is like you can't lose that game while not giving up any kills over the course of like ten minutes either. It's not like like I, I said in the Discord, but I could forgive that game if they lost it twenty six. Yeah, if they just 22. like lost a fight or something. They got if they got outplayed a bunch of times in fights, I could actually forgive that. They, even if even though it's them getting outplayed. I'd much rather them lose twenty six to twenty two there than lose five to yeah, five. They, Losing five to five is what was They literally like I don't know the best way to put it, they like they they literally just cowered. Like yeah, Immortals cowered Immortals hard. I don't know if you watch the player cams, but Immortals were like looking at each other like at all times like what the fuck is going on right now? Like <laughs> And there were a couple times How are we getting this dragon? Yeah, and there were a couple times where they were like, Okay, like they're just gonna give this to us. They fucked up, right? And then there were there was another one where it's like sometimes when you're behind like that, you you just gotta you just gotta front. Like you gotta front yeah. like you, you're confident about something, right? And you see good teams do this with leads, and sometimes they have that like fear aura. G two G two got away with murder for how many years doing this kind of shit? Games that they clearly had no business winning, and they just bullied people, right? Immortals literally were just like, wait a minute, like. You know, to, to bring up the, I hate using this term because it's all it's it, it's triggering for a lot of people. But like they like totally were just like they're being total betas right now and just bullied them around the map. Like it was like they literally just grouped up, walked around, and be like, wait a minute, they're not gonna do anything about this. That was the weird. That was one of the weirdest games I've ever seen, and I've watched thousands and thousands of League of Legends games, and 
that might have been the worst throw I've ever seen. Just in terms of mentality, just a, go ahead. Yeah. Just put a bow in it because we don't need to waste any more time on this garbage team and garbage game. Uh, Revenge's um, interview after the game was hilarious because he was just like, we were way behind and we were just like, hey, they're going to mess it up and they're going to throw and then we're going to win. He literally just came out and said that and I was like, that's lit. That that yeah. That's actually lit. So that's pretty funny. And then, and then but, hearing, yeah. hearing that if you're CLG too has just got to be like, Flipping the table, or actually, no, they're not going to flip the table over. They're just going to pass out and fall asleep or some shit. I don't know. Um, yeah, that was that was something else that game, dude. Whew. But it did give us maybe the greatest League of Legends meme of all time. So if you guys <laughs> haven't watched the CLG Tapos Bud Light Ace segment that I retweeted, please it's go watch super it. Strong. Maybe the funniest thing I've seen ever. All right, let's see. Uh, so we're going to skip Friday in the LCK and LPL. Uh, any big picture things we want to mention? So we talked LCK. I guess we'll talk L- LPL like a tiny bit, and then we'll get into the actual slate here. Um, OMG, kind of coming back to Earth. Well, not kind of, like crashing back down to Earth. Uh, kind of speaks to, you know, this is again where like it helps to have a basis in the numbers sometimes. Where like this is a team that like was winning games, and their performance metrics were not showing that. Like they were not a good team. They were just winning off of basically cream just hard carrying right he's good by the way he's legitimately good yeah he's very um, good. especially in a metagame like this right but uh yeah so stock down for them i guess from a couple of weeks ago uh rogue warriors chained together a couple of super fluky wins i don't know if you guys agree with that but they're another team where it's like this is not a good team they play tomorrow morning against top esports i know a lot of people are trying to play top East or play rogue warriors as, as cheeky dogs in that spot. This is exactly the kind of game top esports would lose, right? They, they lost it last split. They lost it. Yeah. Rogue yeah. Warriors lost yeah. Well, that was the first game of the year too. Rogue Warriors didn't win another series the rest of the season. Still. They have <laughs> like, looked better with uh Zhao Hao and he's been They great. were like the they were like the world's favorite coming into the first game yeah. of, of last split. So most interesting team for me in the LPL right now as far as uh like kind of narrative, I guess is JDG, because I think everybody in the Discord, including me, I feel like the general air around JDG right now is that, like, what's wrong with God, them? Like, why do they suck? Like, I hate this what? I was just looking at the stats, and they're, like, the best team in the LPL They're this month. good. It's just, they're, like... They're, like, 8-3 like and three this month. Like, that's, like, better than almost all the... Their bet's better than FPX in this, like, in this month. They're, they're, they're doing yeah. better than FPX game win and loss-wise. But the aura, like, around them is very bad. They're, and they were like around FPX is super good, and it just surprised me when I saw it because I was like, "Wait, aren't they like really struggling?" Like in my mind, they're really struggling, yeah. but they're actually doing pretty well overall. I was talking a lot about this after their match the other day in the Discord. Like, I was kind of honestly, I was teeing off on JDG because like I'm like the disappointed father with JDG. Like this team should be like one of the best teams in the world, and they kind of you can make an argument still are, but god damn it, is this team stupid? They are, you know, like I, I was saying in the Discord, they're like, I don't, I'm trying to think of the best. They're, they're like the the big dumb idiot like barbarian in like a movie or something or like a like an adventure game that's got like the super low intelligence and their just brute strength is good, right? Like this team, they 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 find whatever their like one set play is every season and they just square peg round hole hammer that shit in as hard as they possibly can and they're good enough that they get away they have good enough players that they just get away with shit a lot of time but god damn it is this team stupid sometimes and it's so frustrating like i i thought this coaching change to like part part of the sooning staff 
Kasunin were like kind of the opposite last season, where like they were they were kind of savvy, like they were just a savvy team, like they'd find ways to, to win games. And I thought that was going to be maybe a change of pace, maybe that would fix a lot of things for this team. But god damn it, man, they're so they should be so much better. They're already good. They're very good, and they should be better. And it's so frustrating because like this is a team that should be competing for a world championship, and I just don't have the confidence that they will. Yeah, I hope they do. I'm with you, though. I mean, everybody knows I'm a big JDG fan. I'd, I'd, I would be, be I'd be at my best if they were the best team in the LTL. But yeah, it's it's. But like I say, we're all we're all here shitting on them, but they're actually one of the best. Yeah, teams I know. In the LTL. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's what I mean. Like, I'm, I'm not like they're they're the players are too good for them to be at any point that bad. Like their floor is just too yeah. high. But you say that I say the floor is too high, like over a sample size in a given series, they could just not off for two games and they lose. Right. So uh, I don't know, man, like they're, they're a really tough team to gauge because yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm with you. I wish they were better. Other interesting teams in the LPO. Oh God, Josh. Well, I was going to say that's a good kickoff to, uh, Saturday because we get a we get a jump right into yeah, them on true. Saturday. Well, we should do Friday first. LEC and LCS. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll do that. Oh, but yeah, like yeah, any, sure. just real quick, any other uh, LNG kind of treading water a little bit. That's what I was gonna say. LNG is a little bit coming back to earth as well. What we had, yeah. As far as expectation for them pre pre split, um, haven't looked really necessarily bad. Just haven't looked as good. Looked like a little yeah. bit indecisive in their most recent match. I thought. Yeah. Um, kind of were just. It seemed like they were running around like chicken with their heads cut off a little bit um maybe it was a bit of a draft differential i don't know but like icon solution it just looked like he could have no impact on yeah. it and i don't know if that was draft or um, i think they were fighting it's like play. fairly long range composition if i remember correctly yeah sometimes that happens but yeah but it, i mean i think i think they're gonna be fine i think it's probably definitely i think definitely a playoff team and um but yeah, I don't know that I really see them as contenders for taking the split anymore. Have a, I, I think I mean I think you had to respect their ability to, to potentially challenge for yeah. it early in the split with their wins. But I, I kind of have them down further as like a I don't know the they're, the three four match as their ceiling now. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I I think W WE is another one that's like underperforming expectation and like. They're another team where it's like sometimes they just have these head scratching moments, man. Where it's like, I I don't know what their thought process is, and maybe that's the problem is that there isn't a thought process going on, and they're just playing. The thing with We is that they got exactly what we were hoping they got. Yeah. Like they got to breathe, and he's insane. Yeah. He's like maybe the best player in the world he's right been playing now. Playing incredible, but, well. but then the rest of their team just regressed and made it so that they, the breathe acquisition didn't it's matter. Just it's just so, really painful. It's so weird, like. Who else? I guess we can kind of talk as we go, but like what? it is funny to me what? that like the as the se- the beginning of the season, if you like, I- I'll I'll have to show you guys after, but like I can pull the the I keep a ratings history for all this stuff, but if you like pull the ratings history from earlier in the season, the more the season goes along, the more it looks just like it did last season with the, the like literally like look at this look at these standings right here, it literally just looks like the spring standings kind of right, it's pretty close. Like, just at a glance, like, okay, like, it looks like we're starting to calcify into that top nine again, but maybe it's not as clean a cut anymore with Invictus kind of, who the, that's another story, weird. Uh, the Shy's return has been hit or miss. He's had a couple insane games, so I don't, I don't, I don't want to, he's the Shy. He's literally, it's the same thing. Nothing's changed. He has these games where he just goes ballistic and it's like, holy shit, this guy's so good. And then he has other games where it's like, I don't know. 
Where is he yeah. at? Yeah. One, the one last thing I'll mention at a high level is, uh, I, I was just thinking about this the other day, but RIP Hope, man. Where? where yeah. Where, man, where, why is he on. not on a roster? Why is he not on a roster somewhere? I feel like every time I watch, I'm like, man, they could use a common Invictus is a great example. Yep. Like, dude, this guy lost his job to the best player in the arguably the best player in the world right now in Viper. He's making eighty carry look absolutely broken in a meta that is not broken for eighty carries. Ridiculous. But man, like there's so many teams in the world right now that I look at, I'm like, dude, pick up hope, please, because this guy was just hard stomping last time we saw him. Maybe IG's waiting for Uzi, baby. IG Uzi incoming. WE. Not that Oak's been that bad, but like maybe you got to shake something up with that. WE feel like maybe you got to shake something up with them. Like, something's not working. Like, they just look so disjointed at all times. But, I don't know. Uh, they've been interesting. I think, like, yeah, Billy Billy lost this morning that against Rare Adam. But, like, they've, they've been looking a lot better recently. They have these weird games where, like, they, again, like, head-scratching games. But for the most part, they've looked pretty good. I think Rare Adam have looked really good. But, uh, you know, you have, like, the, the cream of the crop are starting to rise to the top again. RNG getting their shit together. Um, Calls for W.E. Chovy in the chat. I would take that. I don't think... Yeah, maybe. Maybe. All right, let's get into let's get into Friday's sleep. We've, we've, you know, capitulated long enough, I guess. Uh, LEC, Friday morning, we've got Shalka, minus 122 against XL, minus 104. This has been a talking point in the Discord on Twitter. Uh, this matchup in particular has been a talking point because we talked about XL, but it's like... Excel's looked a lot better since Markoon and Advian came in, but they still haven't beat anybody, really. These, these teams are 0-4 and, and 0-5, and respectively, coming into this game, like in their last four. Yeah, d- despite being like, despite looking a lot better, they still haven't won a game uh, in the last two weeks. So I do think Excel minus 104 feels like an auto bet, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not, I mean, it is a little scary when they haven't won a game in two weeks. Yeah. Excel's been the better team, but neither of these teams are really that good. So, like, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Like, don't be surprised by anything. But I I, I didn't play Excel. I think I played Excel first Herald or something in this one. I forget what it was. I mean, one team has Kyrie and the other one doesn't. That's <laughs> good enough, I guess. Interesting one here. We've got Vitality plus 115 against Misfits minus 147. Walking right into pick of the week early in the yeah. early in the thing here. We're taking Vitality plus one fifteen pick. Is of the this week. just is this just jamming, they're on their way back? Is this just jamming the the, the Misfits aren't real narrative? Yeah, I, I just mean I, I think Misfits is real to some degree, but I think they have come back down to earth yeah. to the point where I think that Vitality is at least even money against them in this matchup. So I'll take Vitality at plus one fifteen all day. I'm just. Vitality are frustrating because, like, they're so inconsistent game to game that, like, it's tough to even grade this team because they look like a top three team in some games and they look like the worst team in the league in other games. So I do agree with Josh. I sure would like to see them play around bot for a game or two and just see how it goes. Yeah. Uh, they definitely have been leaving the bot lane pretty pretty out to dry, and I don't think, like, Leader is a good player, and he can play Assassins, like, and do crazy stuff sometimes, but... I don't think he's good enough that when he comes onto your team, you got to be like, we got to sacrifice everything to make sure we're playing around leader every game. Especially right like, now. Give, give a, yeah, give Crown Shot a couple games uh, playing around him. They should just. I know you. I know you hate it, but like dead ass, this team should just be playing like TF Shen and hard camping bot with Crown on Jinx or something like that. 
Like, ju- ju- like literally just full-on cheese it. I love yeah. Shen as a pick for I this team. Sh- Go ahead, Shen Josh. Is so good. I mean, the the biggest issue with this team is just that um, there's, like, a like triple carries, right? So, like, there's always going to be someone that's not getting the resources. And right now, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to fault Vitality too much because in the meta right now, it makes sense to, for Bot to be the lane that's getting ignored. Like, in the past, it's been just ignore top lane. How many metas have we gone through where it's just ignore top lane, right? Yeah. But but now it's like, you know, ignore bot lane is kind of the meta just because it's, you know, it, it makes sense given when you have Gwen, Viego, Yone, Akali, these types of picks. So I don't fault them too much, but yeah, like how many times do you have to run headfirst into a brick wall and it not work, you know, for t- till you figure it out? Because like last week specifically, leader was just brutal. Yeah. I mean, he totally threw the one game where he TP'd to his own tier two instead of bot I I'm I don't can someone explain to me how that's even possible uh, I don't I actually don't understand how that's even possible something had to be like your his mouse spazzed or something his mouse hand spazzed when he was teleporting or I don't know but like the tier two like if you think about your mini map when you're playing league the tier two mid and the tier one bot they're not even near each other if you're just yeah. clicking on the mini map and I would assume most pro players are using F keys. So if he just F keyed to crown shot or the brob and then press D, like I don't, I don't know, I don't get it. But anyways, the, well, that's, that's like I mean, so. Like yeah, this is what I'm. Ta- the other thing with vitality is like, does this team feel temperamental, like emotional? Because like so, it, it feels like I don't think there's any doubt that this team is temperamental yeah. Like emotional. There, there's sometimes that like, the thing is that like it, it's not like a super clean like because they've had games where they've come they've come back and been competitive, right? But, like, for the most part, when they get behind, they're just done. Like, it feels like I, – I don't know if they just don't know how to play from behind. But they've shown an, they've shown that a couple of times. And it's like, okay, like, I, I think they know. They're just not consistent about, about that. And if, it feels like if this team doesn't jump out to a lead on you, you can just beat them. Yeah, I would guess, just given, like, the style of the players we know, um, that that's probably the case. Because, like, if you think about these players, like, self-made, crown shot leader, they're all, like – in their own respective roles, dominant lane players, mm-hmm. even though self-made's in the jungle. So, like, I would assume in, like, a scrim-like environment where it's more up-paced, more up-tempo, more fighting, they're just always winning. Yeah. Right? Okay, yeah, because, I, I mean, the, if you look at this team, like, when they're winning, they completely they smash. Score, yeah. yeah, like, it's not even close. Like, I think they have, like, the they have like the best, uh, let me see. They have, like, a yeah, super, they the, had a super strong, like, like goal per minute and wins. They're like, yeah, they're second in the league in goal per minute and wins. They're first in goal differential per minute and wins. Plus 464.8. In goal per minute and wins, or goal differential per minute and wins, it's a four hundred goal differential. That's ridiculous. That's insane. So, like when they're winning, they're completely obliterating people. But like, they're just temperamental. Like I don't know. Like there's not really a better way to explain it. They're like real hit or miss. I, I, I wanted to like I wanted to back Vitality here, and I'm a big Misfits fan, right? Because Misfits have been a little bit shaky recently. I'm I'm acknowledging that, but I. Don't know what that's the thing. Like, if you get a good number on Vitality, yeah, I'm gonna like them as dogs because they have those spike performances where they just go nuts on people, and it doesn't matter who the enemy team is. But this isn't a good enough number for me. Like, I I made this like right around this market, so yeah, I I think that makes sense. I mean, this it seems about fair based on yeah. performance, but I think in, if you take into account recent performance, like Vitality threw both of their games last week. I thought, yeah, um, so. Like I don't know how much to hold that against them, but again, like you you said, kind of about T one, um, and like we said about Excel, like at some point you got to win yeah, the games. Agreed. 
But yeah, I mean, what you just said, I just looked at it. In losses, Vitality has the second worst goal differential at 15. Yeah. And in wins, they have the best goal differential at 15 by far. Yeah. So it's just funny. So yeah, I mean, it's going to be really early game dependent. Um, I think even if it were to go like even or something, I would like Vitality a lot more. But I, I, you could argue that, that Misfits has been better at a lot of positions. I think you could yeah. argue that VTO has been better in leader and that, um, wow, I just just about caught an LUA yet. Razor yeah. has been better than Selfmade for sure. So I I don't know that, you know, I think it's sorry that, right, but I take the Vitality plus money here every time. Yeah, those. I'm sorry that you guys are going to miss out on $1.15 million <laughs> because this is a this is a pick of the week, right. boys. All right. No, no I, I definitely see the case, John. Uh, like, I, I totally get it. Um, I just couldn't. To me, this wasn't enough to, to warrant a position on either side. Prime's joining us. What's up, Chris? All good. Is this coming out yes. clear? Never used Discord yes. ever before. Yeah, we got you. All right, cool, cool, cool. Uh, also, by the way, uh, from the chat, I think Kev said it. Um, all in favor of calling Leader Cider from now on to help the, to help those <laughs> with autocorrect issues. If you have an autocorrection <laughs> lasting more than four hours, then <laughs> um, we've got Mad Lions minus three eighty five against Astralis plus two seventy four. Astralis are like cockroaches, man. They they just find ways to win games. They don't have a single quality win this entire season. <laughs> like, I like some of their draft decisions. Like, that's what they've got going for them. Like, they're willing. Like, they don't have an ego. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they're willing. I mean, Zanzara said it. He's like, he was he was way ahead of the curve on Trondle, by the way. He was like two patches ahead of the curve on that shit. And... Sometimes you just need to simple, like simplify things, and I'll give this team credit for that. It's almost a little bit like DRX last season. Obviously, the meta was very different then, but like just play something simple, right? And I give them credit for that. But this team is not good. Like, make don't be fooled by the record. This team is one of the worst teams in the league. They just have five wins or whatever it is, right? What do they have? Five wins, I think, right? Like they're in playoffs right now. I think they're like your six. Yeah, they're your six seed right now. They're tied with Vitality at five and eight. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't mind Astralis at plus 274. Yeah. I, I don't know that I'm going to end up betting it, but I think 274 is a pretty big number in best of one, and Matt is not exactly, exactly. A, you know, a bastion of consistency yeah. either. So I think Astralis at plus 274 is a pretty reasonable Yeah, that's kind of what I was I was going to get to eventually, which was, like, that said, as bad as they are, I'm not. there's no way I'm betting Mad Lions here in any way, shape, or form. Mad Lions, Mad Lions haven't even been covering kill spreads. I think their average margin of victory is, like, six kills or something. So, like... Yeah. Maybe Astralis kill spread and then sprinkle a little on the money line is the way to play this. I think it was seven and a half or eight and a half, something like that. I think it was eight and a half. But yeah, mad, mad kind of vitality esque, right? They just have these games where it's like the like, what are you doing? Like this, it's the it's the bottom lane. When the bottom lane pops off, they look like the best team in the league. When the bottom lane doesn't pop off, they're like, huh? It's it's so okay, bizarre. So this is a per like. I'm, I don't know, man. I I'm just sick of people telling me that Cars is good. This guy. I'm not buying is, it, dude. He's too inconsistent. He's he's the hillest thing of ADCs, like literally. And so, like, obviously, if he's gonna have a good game, he'll make it look good. But when he's behind, he just has the dumbest plays I've ever seen. And in lane, I don't think he's very. No, good they in lane just either. they just so, flip like, it at level two every single game. Yeah, every single game, it's like. 
You think teams don't see this shit coming anymore? Yeah, like if you're good enough, sometimes you make it work anyway. But like, goddamn, man, like that's Hilla saying. Yeah, Hilla saying. Hilla saying has been our Lord and Savior this. You know sport. what? You know what? Carzy is. And I'm look. Carzy's a good player. I don't think he's a, as good as everyone thinks he is. Like Carzy is the is the running back that that picked up like five extra touchdowns from being the. He's the Legarrette Blunt. And everyone's like, oh yeah, this guy. Not not that. I mean, he served the role. I don't want to. Maybe he's a bad example, but like he's the running back that like lucked into like five extra touchdowns just with like goal line carries or what, whatever it happened to be. Right. Like the receiver caught the receiver. Yeah. The receiver caught a 75 yard pass, got tackled at the five and then he runs it in for the touchdown. You know what I'm saying? Like he's, he's, it feels like the guy that's like got these flashy numbers that pop off the page. And like, I think everyone just ignores like the average performance for him. They only look at the spike performances I just want to say, complete side note, but I love that I'm on DFS Twitter because every once in a while I go to like some party where football's on, and I don't know shit about <laughs> football, but somebody just somebody mentioned something, and I'm like, oh yeah, I know. I think uh, I think uh, Hopkins has 26 touchdowns this year, actually, and they're like, wow, this guy's. Really <laughs> I don't know. Oh shit! I just saw Matt Friedman post and said he had 26 <laughs> touchdowns. That's all. That guy can play for the record, but not Carsey. My my beef with Matt Lyons is the disappearance of Armand. I have not seen him. In the last three, maybe even longer, he's just been invisible. Seems like maybe he's getting figured I've tried out a little bit. He, there was some. I think someone. Meant, I think it was the Euphoria podcast that said that he was a little bit burnt out, uh, which could happen. I mean, this team said they were taking how many it easy. Games they, played. they were at MSI and all that. I get that, but he's the one that's been just absolutely invisible. It's 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 hard because like I think we all. Like, this seems better than this, right? Like, I'm not saying they're like the best team in the league, but they're they're better than what they've been playing. They've been kind of terrible all summer, relative to like what we expect from this team, right? But like, they're they're just a high volatility team. The way the bottom lane plays, they're just going to always be a high volatility team, like even when they're playing well. So I don't know, man. Um, let's see, G two minus three seventy against SK Gaming plus two fifty six. Dude, SK is bad, but like G two, same thing. G two, it's the same thing where it's like, I don't. They just have these games where it's like, what are you doing? And they have other games where they look brilliant. Nah, G two is goaded again, Gelati. I'm back on the train. G two is goaded. They're like, winning they're, this look, they're gonna they're gonna win this game, but like I'm I'm not laying three seventy on this shit. Like, there's no way. Yeah, I'm not betting minus three seventy, no but I'm ba- I'm back on the G two train. They're goaded. It's over for everybody else. I'm not betting the SK side. No, I'm not, I'm not touching SK with a ten foot pole, dude. Yeah, yeah. it's a bad. I think it, for me, it's G two kill spreads here. But I, I think I said it a few weeks ago. I called myself with EG about them having turned a corner, and I think G two's gotten there I as like, well. I think they're turning the corner, and they're gonna you're gonna see them be the the best team in Europe from from the uh, here on out. I mean, that, that's that's my call. It could be incorrect. Called myself with EG, and it looks good. So I'm hoping I, I just like through for me as well. Again, it's just an inconsistency issue. Like, I, I like this team's good. Like, I, I, I trust G two to continue getting better, and like they're going to be competing. Like, I they are in they are contenders as far as I'm concerned. But like, they're not laying three seventy, laying nine and a half kills or whatever it is. I actually like the under in this game a lot. Uh, the under kill total uh, G two when they win, it's usually unless it's against like Fnatic or something. It's usually or Rogue for whatever reason when those two teams play, it's just like a blood fest. But like. Against the bad teams, unless G2 outright lose, and if they outright lose, they're, they have typically been getting stomped. It's not like old G2 where they're keeping hanging around in games, right? 
So I actually, if G2 win this, they're going to stomp. If they lose it, I kind of feel like they're just going to get snowballed on. It's just an under either way. So, yeah, I don't know. SK looked terrible. I feel bad because, like, there's all sorts of shit going on with them, but, like, I'm staying away from them. Uh, match of the match of the day tomorrow. We got Fnatic plus one hundred five against Rogue minus one thirty nine. Um, I was just gonna say quick. We do need to mention SK did beat Mad on on Friday. Yeah, they did. So. Um, they at least are showing some. And ex- wait, did they go three zero? Yeah, they went two zero. Yeah, they went two zero. I forgot. Yeah, so they are coming off a two zero week. So maybe I mean maybe they do deserve a little bit more respect. Maybe. I'm not buying it, but maybe. Yeah, I'm still not buying it. Um, Fnatic plus 105, Rogue minus 139. I think John's going to be happy to hear this, but I'm on Fnatic here, man. Um, I, I think these two teams have been the best two teams in the league so far. Whether that ends up being the case or not, we'll see. And to me, Fnatic are the best team in the league. Like, I, it's, it's, I, I don't see the case against it. They've been so much better than everybody. Like, I, yeah, no, I agree. Like, it wouldn't surprise me to see Rogue win this. I think Rogue are also very good, but like Fnatic shouldn't be underdogs here. No way. Agree. Agree with Which that. Take. The only now. thing I will say, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. The only take I will mention on it is the one place I'd be concerned is that one of the few junglers, actually, probably the only jungler that's been better than Wibble this split, in my opinion, is Inspired. Yeah. He's been pulling out this fiddlesticks that literally no one else has even had the like the gall to play. Um, and I think that get, that gives them a lot more flexibility a li- uh, in a lot of places, whereas Fnatic may not have the same sort of flexibility. In oh, traps. my God. Um, <laughs> Vince is the odd man. What? <laughs> Chihuahua cast. Only Chihuahuas.com, right? There we go. Oh, my God. That's probably a website. Please know. <laughs> that's unreal. Um, yeah, I... What's weird with Rogue is like they're still performing well, even though th- you can tell they're like experimenting. Like they're they're kind of just like doing whatever the fiddle. Um, they're intentionally trying these like only early game teams, and they've been one of the better teams of actually playing that. Surprise, surprise! They're not late game team, guys. How long have you been saying this? Year and a half. Look at the data. Watch the games. Yeah. Don't listen to the broadcast. I totally was talking to this with uh, Emmerich the other day, um, and he was like, people still have this bias or this reputation about Rogue, and they're not playing the same way that they played in the spring or last year. They are actually a pretty good team that can't challenge. But I'm also taking Fnatic yeah. on this side. I picked them as my pick of the week, plus money on Fnatic. When are you going to get yeah. that? Fnatic, dude, you got to give credit for making that. That was a ballsy move. I say ballsy, but, like, we don't know what the behind-the-scenes issues were. I'm assuming maybe this is less brave than it looked if it just wasn't working. But, like, you want to talk about making a move in the middle of the season? Like, they, they came out the gates flying, too. Turns out good players. Yeah, Whippo's been great, yeah, man. He's been an outstanding He's been absolutely fantastic. It's incredible. Yep, that's fantastic. Um, the, the other piece that's just – Adam has been fantastic. Oh, yeah. we, we, we don't often see these, like, monster regional leagues, like, come through. Like usually, it's it's oftentimes more so the guys that weren't that insane in the regional leagues, um, but no, Joshua. Like he's been so good. Yeah, he's he's been outside. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's the rookie of split. I don't think it's even a question. Yeah, not even yeah. close. So that's been that's been good. But like we saw like Tinks or whatever. Like 
he didn't pan out. But like you see a lot more of those types of guys, uh, and like leader we've seen. Yeah, and top lane, but, top know. lane two is 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 difficult because it's significantly different at the professional level, right? Like, and he's done everything. He's played weak side. He's played strong side. He's played carries. He's played front line. Like he's done everything, and he's he's just. He's he's plays beyond his years. I'll say that. Like he literally looks like he's been playing for like three years already. Like a lot of the guys that come up from the like EU Masters scene and end up failing are guys who were big time the focal point of their EU Masters mm-hmm. teams. Tinks uh, leader was like that, although he's he's been all right this time around. But his first stint in the LEC was really mm-hmm. bad. Uh, a lot of those guys, even Checkalad, was like a real focus for his team in the EU Masters. Whereas Adam was not as much, like, he was very, very good, but he was not as much the focus of his team in EU Masters. So I think maybe it has something to do with guys who are used to having the entire map playing around them and then failing when they get to, when the whole map isn't playing around them properly. Yeah. It's so. definitely, I mean, the team's been fantastic. There's, like, no holes to poke with them. It's crazy. They they, they trade up always. It feels like they, they never trade down. It's insane to me. Like, it remind, they, they remind me a lot of, like, Two years ago, G two, a lot, where the games are, and we're gonna get to EG in a little bit, but they're kind of reminding me a little bit of that too. Where sometimes it looks silly and crazy and wild, but like they're always trading up, no matter what situation's coming up. So like, Fnatic are legit, man. I hope this team keeps getting better because they're they've been out, they've been one of the best teams in the world. I'll say it. If there was, if there's a guy in all of pro league that you'd like to just see them win the world championship. How is Whippo not like yeah. the number one guy? I would fucking That's love so to see fun. Whippo win the world championship. There's certainly yeah, he's he's a good uh what are they a good ambassador for the game. Might be might be Zanzara, dude. I don't know. His, Zan- his Zan- 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 too are, strong, dude. Imagine imagine Zanzara after winning worlds, the post game interview would just be a Oh now we can know? now we can say Whippo because <laughs> he's jungler, so like EU jungler's interview's too strong, S tier, God tier. No one's even close, dude. <laughs> you got you got Zans, Whippo and, and Wonder. Or not Wonder, uh Yankos. So like the interview game is on fleek. All right, LC, uh, LCS Friday. Um, I'm going to try to pick up the pace a little bit here. Um, 100 Thieves, minus 130 against Cloud9, minus 102. Interesting given... Great matchup. Yeah, interesting given the current form. 100 Thieves kind of got right a little bit last week. after con- they, They've looked a little little shaky. Um, we did have some, inf- some inside information about that. Was it Kevin that was in the chat uh, and said like their whole organization had taken a week off? and didn't scrim or do anything leading up to that week where 100 Thieves had a tough weekend, uh, that the entire organization had, had, had taken time off. And then last weekend, they looked pretty yeah. good again. So, yeah, but just maybe coming back to it. This is, uh, I mean, I'm taking 100 Thieves here. I'm, I'm still not on this Team feels... 9, dude. Like, they still, they, they're just inconsistent, too. Sven sucks. <laughs> Everyone finally realized that Sven fucking sucks. Wow. He's been terrible. He's been out of position all over the place. Finally, I see people in the chat and the Discord being like, man, Sven's not very good. I'm like, really? You guys think that? Dude, it's almost like this is new news. Breaking news, everybody. We need, like, the sound drop. Fudge actually has been no, incredible. Fudge's been the best player on the team. Fudge, I'll say it. But yeah, Fudge <laughs> has been fantastic. I'll give I'll give Fudge um, all the credit. Blabber has taken a bit of a step I think the broadcast back, is... Like. is Maybe maybe going a little too hard on the Fudge love. He's been the best player on the team, but the... he's been the best player in the league. You're tripping. In the You're league, tripping. who's been better? Who's been better? Impact maybe. 
I mean, I'm not going to argue against impact. <laughs> you're just playing. You're just, okay. you're just uh, attacking right. me. I think it's no. Listen, <laughs> listen. I think it's. Like I think it's game. a reasonable case that he's the best player. He's been the best player. I don't think that's unreasonable. What would Cloud Nine be without him? I guess the broadcast was talking about this too, so that's a good point. Um, well, I mean, if they had Lickers, they'd probably be number one in the league. Lickers, best NA top laner of all time. Wait for some body of work, John. <laughs> Please. Anyway. I'm on hundred views here. I I just don't think Cloud Nine are that good. Yeah, I think I think hundred thieves is going to get it done. But I will say this has the sense memory feel of a spot where I go all in on hundred thieves yeah. and they lose. It has the it has yeah. that feel to it. But, I mean, look, but like, I think it I, wouldn't I like surprise me if Cloud Nine won. But like, this is a good price, dude. Based on what we've seen, this even if you like, even if you look at like more recent shit, like I, I still think hundred thieves are just better. Um, oh, Abadaga. We didn't even talk you think about maybe that, Josh. That would be the other Perks, one Perks putting on the hat somehow transferred energy to Caps when he shaved his head. I think there's some sort of head-related skill issue going on here that we need to explore much deeper in the future. Still getting carried by Caps, dude. Caps to channel this Still getting cap. carried by Caps, dude. That was the best tweet ever. <laughs> that whole situation set up. That was like the that was like a, like a stand-up comedy, like a like an hour. Like a stand-up comedy hour, and you set up the you set up the callback the entire like fifty minutes worth of it, and you do the callback at the end, and that was it. <laughs> like it was so good. Um, are we all on hundred thieves here? I'm not on a side here. I'm on under kill total. I like that. Twenty five and a half mm. is way too high, especially in NA. Uh, from yeah, from my data, um, hundred thieves in wins averages. A total kill of twenty two point eight three. C nine and wind averages total kills of total kills. So meaning both yeah. both sides of uh, twenty point eight. Both of those are well under the number in losses. Obviously, it's going to look look a little bit different. C nine um, in losses is averaging twenty eight mm-hmm. deaths uh, or whatever twenty eight kills in their losses games and hundred thieves is twenty two. Um, I think with three of those numbers being under the 25 and a half, I'm pretty confident in the under 25 and a half. And just thinking about these teams tactically, yeah. I don't think it's going to be a game where there's going to be a lot of skirmishing. Honestly, I think it's going to be um, both bot lanes are going to be kind of AFK. There might be an early Herald fight or something. And then impact and fudge are pretty well matched. So there's not going to be, I wouldn't expect too much skirmishing, yeah. honestly. So I, I like the under That's 25 and a half here. A the lot. under, the under kill total. And this is the, the biggest edge on a kill total that I've seen in any league for a couple of weeks, at least. So yeah, hundred thieves has uh, has low key been like the team that you fade all their games mm-hmm. in DFS. Like you just don't play the hundred thieves games. They've been very clean and, and low like low fighting when they play. So yeah, I think the the under makes a lot of hey, sense. Josh, I just I just put it in on my end too. It's it's like double digit edge on market price, like almost almost twenty percent. So yeah, that's uh, yeah we'll take those. That's a slam though. That's a pick of the week. I don't know if you're gonna fire that off. No, it's mine. Back off, back off. I I, I have one I like more. Um, It's next, actually. Um, Evil Geniuses, minus 112 underdogs against TSM. What in the actual fuck is this? Can we talk about this for a second? (laughs) That last matchup had a sense memory thing. This oh no, I know, I know, I know. But like, I know this is this is exactly right. You're 100 percent right. Like, there's like, eg, you're gonna get like completely smoked in this match. But like, there's no way I'm not hammering this. There's not a chance in hell. Like, not only do I think TSM's gonna win this game, not that I'm actually betting them because I think eg's the right line. But not only do I think TSM's gonna win this game, they're gonna get like 28 kills. I don't know how it's gonna happen, but they're gonna like. 
this is going to be the one where afterwards Prime is in the Discord saying they broke the slate. Yeah, was, yeah. Like for sure, for sure, this is going to be that game. Oh crap! I just realized it. I mean, that under is now a terrible bet because it's the first game on the slate, and Lord knows if Prime has taught me anything, <laughs> LCS first game of LCS breaks the slate. Unless it was the Immortals game Hashtag whatever, trends, right? Talk about it. Immortals CLG. It might be a Friday or Sunday kind of thing. Sunday when they're all burnt out, they can't Friday, do that. Friday. I might have pissed my pants if Prime posted they broke the slate after the CLG Immortals game. <laughs> <laughs> I might have lost oh it. God. Well, they broke something. <laughs> no, no, they definitely broke something. <laughs> Holy cow, that was insane. Oh, my God. This is EG. EG is the best team in the league right now, dude. I'll say it. As a matter of fact, you can talk relative to competition. It is the LCS. If you compare EG's numbers against, like, the world, they're one of the better teams in the world right now. Unfortunately, I don't have futures for them, so I have to say they're definitely not. That's <laughs> I, just, I run too hot on futures. I, I on the other hand, Josh is all over this. On them. How do you run futures? I am here to take my future lap. I'm here, or future lap. I'm here to take my victory okay. lap. All you haters, kilometer Kevin being hater number one, <laughs> constantly in this in this gold card podcast chat. This guy loves EG. I don't know why he likes this team. Where are yeah. we now, Kevin? Huh? Where are we at now? <laughs> I'm here to take the victory lap. Um, don't want to hear. Here's it. what's wild about this team. And I've talked a lot about this in the Discord. We kind of, I kind of mentioned it, I think, on the last show we did. But still, a couple of weeks further in now, they have the highest kill agnostic goal per minute in the world. Any region. Or any of the major regions, I should say, the top five. They're the only team over 1,700. That's fucking crazy. That's, that's, really that's crazy to me because, really like, impressive. it's not, they don't have the highest differential. But what's crazy to me is when you think about this team. That's not, like, not just this season, but, like, over the last year and a half. When you think about this team, like, their identity, they're they're a bloody team, right? Like, they're get that's how they get their money is when they got – that was their whole MO last season was, like, they won all their high total games. Where the games went over, they won, like, all of them. Where it went under, they lost them, right? If you can control them. That's not the case. Like, I don't know if it's just – like, they're just really good at playing side lanes. They just hoover up all the gold on the map. And they have such a strong early game that they're getting, what, like 10 plates a game or something ridiculous like that? Imagine if they even had, like, a gold-level solo queue jungle. Imagine, imagine if they even, like... I, I can't, dude. No, listen, dude. Wilson. I can't. I can't. He's been good this season. He's yeah, been really good this season. I know. Good good season. This season. I, know. Right. Like, I think early in the season he still struggled, but recently he's been seems good. good. The one thing, the other thing here, I don't think any other team in the world is ever lane-swapping. We've seen Jazuke and Impact lane swap three, four yeah. times this split. I haven't. I don't recall. I you see it. I'm you see it once in a while. I, with correct me if I'm wrong, but like if it's like a matchup. Yeah, like but like they've done it so many times to get the favorable matchups. It's it's insane. And look, we saw it last week. Got him Impact two solo kills in like the first five minutes of the that game was, or something. It was like that's just a good example of like not conforming to like just do the generalization that we talk about all the time. Do something do something even if it's weird. If you think it's gonna work, like give Especially it a shot. Especially if you're in first I've place. Been, can... Like who cares? Like you're in playoffs already. Just try shit. <laughs> like... Yeah, we I mean we've been complaining forever that teams won't try like weird comps and stuff just because nobody else is playing these champions. Mostly teams won't try weird stuff. This is just another example of that. Is like things can be good even if other teams aren't yeah. doing them. I totally agree. I would wish more teams would do stuff like this. Yeah, I agree. This this team's nuts. They're like legitimately good. Like I right now, 
they're winning the LCS. I'll say it. Like I, I'll, I'll call it right now. Congrats on your futures, Josh. Congrats to losing in the finals oh. to Josh. Oof. Oof. We might have to have like a brutal sweat if the world. If it's EG versus Hundred Thieves in the finals, we can have like a voice Absolutely. chat sweat where we just like rage at each other about our futures. Why is the cannon? That's gonna cost him getting the upgrade to the second item. And... <laughs> oh, shut up, you idiot! The Hundred Thieves is just better. I'll <laughs> just be in there it's like unbelievably that. good. Like I, it's it, honestly, it's it's flabbergasting because like I thought this team would like. I didn't have them rated this high. Obviously, like I was a little sketched out by their spring split, but like. Dude, it's all firing on all cylinders. I, I I just love the way they're playing the game right now. Like I don't even think this is like heroic performances. It's it's everything. Like you're getting you're getting the crazy individual performances, and I just like that they're playing the map well. It's an NA team playing the map well, dude. What is going on? This is so weird. And I like that they're they're playing almost like an LPL team in that they just like they just attack every window. Like and sometimes they look stupid, right? Like. They they they're just trying. They try to choke you out of the game as much as they possibly can. It's like that's what you should be doing. I absolutely love it. Uh, well, we got we got to think maybe we might get it in a team to the tiebreakers of the group stage at Worlds, and then they probably lose there. That could happen. Yeah, it's it's just nutty to me. Like they're, it's not even like they completely transformed as a team either. You know what I'm saying? Like they're still kind of playing to their identity. It's just wild to me. Um. Let's see. Yeah, go EG. EG smashed TSM, I'll say it. I already bet this. FlyQuest, plus 173. Significantly less exciting match. Uh, FlyQuest, plus 173 against Team Liquid, minus 238. I- I'm going to say it again, dude. Look, I- I'm not buying this FlyQuest. It was- I- I'm not going to call it entirely beginner's luck because I think clearly the players are playing better. But as the team got figured out, you can kind of see what was happening with FlyQuest, right? Um, I still think they're probably better. Then the I mean they're definitely better than the original lineup was I think but uh, I'm not laying. The question is is Team I'm Liquid in That's the question. Liquid. There's no way. Here's the thing. No, I'm not Cl- laying Liquid either. and Cloud Nine are the same thing to me. Like I, I just think like they're good to an extent, right? To to me, the top four in the the top five in the LCS is is so much better than the the bottom five. But like Liquid again, it's just like that high floor thing. But like I'm not buying. Liquid, Liquid are smart, but they're 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 too linear for me. Like they were a team, team Liquid, that used to they they had enough different looks. They're like a pitcher that had enough pitches to make it work. Like all last year, I was kind of that was like the main thing I was criticizing with them is like they had a good up tempo look when they were playing TF. I was talking, I was kind of talking about this last week. It didn't pan out well, but last season when they were playing Twisted Fate, that was the way that they could like win up tempo like fast paced games. When they tried to play like up tempo without Twisted Fate, it wasn't working and they struggled with it, right? And then their old their fallback is your classic two core, which is what they were good at, right? And that that was like their bread and butter. But they had like enough of a curveball where like you had to respect that and you had to deal with it in draft if you didn't want to deal with it, right? That hasn't really been the case with this iteration. Like I don't think Liquid are bad, but I kind of feel like they're in the same boat as Cloud Nine where like I, I kind of just think this team's not that good. Like I don't think they're a bad team. If- if Team Liquid or Cloud9 or TSM wins this split, I'll be so disappointed. Because all three of these teams, for one, they always win. One of those three teams always fucking wins. And they've all been garbage this split to some degree or another. Yeah. And I would, I really would like to see EG or 100 Thieves win this split. 
because I think they've been better overall teams. And I'll be really annoyed if we get to playoffs and, like, TSM suddenly is godlike for, like, two series. And I'll say this. Like, we we kind of talked about it a little bit on the last show, but, like, TSM – performance-wise, were way, way... They were winning way more than they should have. Like, they had a bunch of wins that they had no business winning, but they've actually been improving and not winning some of their games. Like, they've been winning less and improving, which is kind of, like... I, I kind of think TSM might actually just be, like, that that gatekeeper. Like, I think they're... I think I like TSM more than Cloud9 and Team Liquid right now, but I don't think they're in the same echelon as EG 100 Thieves. Yeah, the other point that I'll say, I really hope... 100 Thieves or EG wins because of what they've invested into the academy and amateur scenes so far and how that's uh, like kind of matriculated up so far. Like we've seen 100 Thieves brought up, I think, two or three 100X players mm-hmm. um, into their academy system. EG brought up straight from amateur to LCS, Danny, who's been a yeah. monster. Um, and like, you know, Cloud9's always had a good academy team, but um, I think that's really going to drive it home. And I think that's what NA needs right now. So I really hope that they get kind of rewarded for those efforts, too. I agree. Yeah, um, they've just been good. Uh, I'm not betting TL here. There's no way. No, just a pass for me. Like, this is probably a bound market, right? Um, CLG, plus 115. Golden Guardians, minus 154. Golden Guardians. I never in a million years thought I'd say it. I bet them as favorites last week. I'm betting them as favorites here again. I'm definitely never betting CLG again. They're they're mental. Just I don't know how you could possibly fix what's wrong with this yeah. team. Um, it's depressing as hell. But yeah, that, that, I I let me just say this: I will be extremely impressed if they if they bounce back and even are competitive this weekend. And if they if they do that, I'll have a lot of respect for the vets on this team. Le- legitimately, I'll have a lot of respect because that 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 shit was traumatizing. Like that that loss was literally traumatizing. You could see it. Like I'm pretty sure Wild Turtle was crying after the game. I don't know if anybody saw that. Yeah, like, he was. If they can bounce back, mad respect. But I don't think it's gonna happen. And Golden Guardians, oh, on the other hand, fucking... Golden Guardians, on the other hand, are kind of in their stride. Like they're, oh my God, they're not a good team, but like I think they've been the yeah, the best top laner of all time. Been, I think like them and Immortals have kind of. I don't know. I think they've been better than Dignitas and CLG and FlyQuest. Like, Dignitas is going to make playoffs because they already had the, the spring split. But, like, in summer, like right now, I think Golden Guardians is maybe the best of the rest. Never thought I'd say that. Yeah, I think Golden Guardians and Immortals, yeah. and then I think the bottom three. Like, I more or less agree with the um, I have on here. So, like, I don't know... I, I, I watch Brock's stream a lot, and he just sounds exhausted. So, like, to your guys' point, like, I do think – I mean, I feel terrible for the guy. I feel terrible He's for the such team. such a professional. Like, it's got to be – the the video they posted, all this – down the, the tweet thread. Uh, I forget who. You're lagging out there, Josh. Oops. Yeah, he's completely dc it looks like. Uh, hopefully not. But yeah, I I don't know, man. It's I do feel bad, but at the same time, it's like I feel like I feel like the Simpsons meme with the the two the cruise ship with everyone looking at the two monkeys fighting, right? Like, <laughs> where it's, like yeah, I don't know, man. They're 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 they got they got some shit to figure out. 
and uh, I am not giving them the benefit of the doubt that they will do that, especially with how ha- management has handled things this season. So uh, give me the Golden Guardians laying 154. What universe is this, right? <laughs> the Golden Guardians haven't been that bad. They're okay. They, I, the thing with the Golden Guardians is I like – they're kind of like Fred and Brion in, in Korea. Like, they just know who they are, right? It's like, look, we're, we're going to – we are just going to – try to brute force bulldoze dragons every game and if it works cool if you beat us in the fights then okay we lost right but they know who they are uh they literally they're just playing caveman league of legends i kind of love it right where they they just warning you guys i'm gonna i'm gonna play clg tomorrow oh no oh no oh no no you shouldn't because they're gonna have like zero ownership like this guy uh, I'm gonna play them, and I'm just gonna lose more money. Like they lost me so much money. This I feel like I'm yeah, just but, doing yeah, that. But, yeah, I feel but like this is all. Th- it's about buying at the all time low, man. This is it, right? You're this gonna see is it in the fucking hundred eighty dollar with some garbage wild turtle captain lineup, and everyone can just meme me later about it. Cause like I've got to do it. I'm just at this point, my my fingers are just automatically going to wild turtle in the captain spot. So I, that's what I got to do. Josh is having some connection issues. You know, um, who's got uh, at least oh, you have Ghost Rider riding with you. Yeah, it's, it's my boy Ghost Rider there. Dignitas plus 122 against Immortals minus 164. Uh, I, I made this pretty close to market price. I actually think this is a fair price. Yeah, it seems pretty, seems like, pretty cool. I think Immortals have been the better team, but like, yeah, they're not always a team I want to back. Like, Dignitas are competent enough that like this is probably... I think if I had to pick a side in this, it'd be Dignitas, but like I think Immortals are probably going to win, so this is right on market. Saturday, in the LPL. Let me timestamp this because I forgot to write down the other ones. 104, okay. Um, Saturday in the LPL. Uh, real quick, Josh. Josh has rejoined us. Uh, CLG plus 115 against Golden Guardians. Uh, any less thoughts on the Broxa thing? You were saying something before you cut off. Yeah, I was just like they just seem broken. I, I just totally agree with you. If they if they pull it off, any any more wins or risk the split. Didn't plus plus one one twenty two against Immortals minus one sixty four. I think I'm on the Dignitas side, um, because Immortals just haven't looked that it's impressive recently. Like, but it's it's pretty close. I may not yeah. even play it. Um, Saturday LPL. Chris, your boys, Ultra Prime. Plus three ninety five against Rare Adam minus six sixty seven. Rare Adam minus one and a half is at minus one sixty one. I wish that minus one and a half was a better price because I feel like this is a really good spot for an, like a RA to get a two zero here. I feel like they're a team that doesn't give up that many games to lower level competition. Sure, not good, but man. but minus one sixty one is a little is a little rich. I, I'd like to get it closer to even I'm money. Rare Adam here, I think. Yeah, I'm gonna bet rare Adam. at minus one six sixty seven. I mean, maybe we'll see. Let me take a look real quick. I, I'm probably just gonna be on the minus one and a half. I don't know how these bet works. It just seems like a large. I'm probably gonna bet the minus one and a half. <laughs> rare Adam, Emmerich, where you at, buddy? Rare Adam's a good team. Have people accepted this yet? <laughs> John's like, John's like, God damn it. <laughs> No, they're they're pretty good. They're I still, for me, they're still not out. They're yeah, not contenders, they're not... but they're. I think they're right, good. Yeah, so I'll make I'll make the case for them being contenders only because I think you're not going to get a better meta game for them. Like this is this is perfect for them, more or less. Land's been playing insanely well, like super well. I think he's. I think he has an actual case for being the best jungler in the LPL this season. 
Yeah. Right? It's kind of wild to think about, but because, like, Cube has taken a bit of a step back. He's not being quite as lane dominant as he was last season. You know, champion pool's not quite as good for him, but, like, yeah, which uh, Kanavi, maybe? Kanavi's been excellent. Kanavi's been excellent. Tarzan, you can make a case for, I guess. Yeah, Tarzan was the guy I was thinking of, but obviously he's kind of fallen off a bit of late, so. I I feel like I'm clouded by recency bias, so. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just uh, I'm, I'm I think Ultra Prime just kind of suck. So <laughs> to your point, to your point, I will I will admit that I I had really bad expectations for Leon coming into this uh, split because of the changes in, in champions. I thought he was a one trick like needly graves. Well, he did have an early pop rumble. off this morning, but that was that was had not that very little to do with him and everything no, to that, do with it's, it's his back pocket pick. <laughs> that that was that was a. Jurassic Grand Canyon this morning. I said that in the Discord in that first game. There was this. It was the first game. It was the first game. I forget. It was the the, the game where they uh, what's called had three. They, Billy Billy had three losing lanes against Italy. I was like, this is just over. This is over before it started. Like <laughs> he's gonna be like four levels up, even with the changes. Yeah, I give me give me rare Adam the two of this. Um, yeah, I think that's reasonable. JDG, this is a slobber knocker. We got JDG plus one twenty nine against RNG minus one seventy two. We'll say JDG to take games at minus two forty four. RNG to sweeps at plus one seventy six. RNG looking a lot better recently. They just swept EDG. It was a good match. Uh, JDG, we talked a lot about in the opening segment. I don't want to recap entirely. I want to. I want to make two points about this game. And they're they're opposite points, but they they go together for me. Which is JDG. I think I'm going to bet JDG. I think plus one thirty is good enough. At the same time, I think RNG is among like the top three team in the LPL right now. It's, their their record doesn't show it, but their stats oh, yeah, they're, are they're good. very yeah, very good. Right. Their stats are like almost like pretty close to EDGs, mm-hmm. and they even have like their first blood first turret numbers are absurd. They're like seventy something and eighty RNG's something good. for first blood first turret. I think they're yeah they're I think they're being disrespected generally around the league. Uh, I think they're much better than their record shows. But I'm also going to bet JDG because I think plus one thirty is just a little too good for me. I think this is pretty close to an even money matchup between yeah, I these think two. This is uh, pretty like what do you think on this one? Oh, you just DC it again. Bad time. What do you think on this one, Chris? I hate RNG. I just hate him. I hate him so bad. Uh, I I so. The whole thing with crime, we're not concerned about that. Uh, we there's still a maybe week. a little bit of concern with that. Like the, the what he's talking about is like there were rumors that crime was going to get benched a couple weeks ago. Oh, he got yeah. benched game for Yokai, and but Yokai didn't do anything to. Uh, he's he's been lackluster this season. Like I think I think he's been a big reason why they've lost. Like when they were, I, I want to blame some of it on just like rust. I assume this team did what a lot of the MSI teams did and just took some time off after the tournament, and that's why they were so bad early in the season. It looked like it took – they look comfortable in this patch now. And you're starting to see a couple of the good teams are going through that. They went through that same exact thing where it's like, okay, like they clearly had no idea what was going on on the patches at the time, and now they look a lot more comfortable now that we've you know had half the season under their belt. So I don't think it's particularly great. Like he's he still just hasn't been performing well individually. Like even even if you just like taking context out of the situation, like just look at his numbers. Like he hasn't been that good. Um, I do think Krein's always been a little bit 
a, like a tiny bit overrated. Like he had that one really good season where he he was legitimately just insane, but he's always just been good, not great to me. And maybe he's a little below that this season, so it's kind of interesting. Like I think if I had, to, I, I'd be on RNG here over JDG personally, but I don't think I'm gonna play. I'm not gonna bet this one. I don't think. I can see the case for the plus one thirty. Like that makes a lot of sense too. It's yeah, I think I, I would take RNG at plus one thirty as well. Uh, I think either one of these teams at plus one thirty would be. Too this good just for goes me. back to like the thing with RNG is like RNG are one of the brains teams. Like there's like three of them in the LPL, and and I think JDG are just always going to struggle with those kind of teams because JDG are not particularly clean in general. So. Yeah, they're going to have their games where the players just pop off and are good, and maybe Zoom just body bags Zahu here, but I don't know. So, um, Team WE plus 355 against EDG minus 556. We'll say EDG to sweeps at minus 137. Whew, this is a big number for WE. It's going to be, I think it's going to be the Dude, WE money line and the plus one and a half. Big for me. number, but I. This is tough, like because it feels like it should just be automatic. We right, like this is a slam dunk. That's too big a number for how good this team is. Yeah, I mean EDG's EDG's at their weakest point of the season yeah. too. If we look at their like trajectory, they're only six and four this month mm-hmm. in games. They're not like super insanely over the top, and I don't think We has been anywhere near as good as I wanted them to yeah. be this split. I wanted, I thought they were going to be much better. So even with thinking that they're a big underperformer this split, I still think three fifty five is too big. Yeah. And I think getting plus money on them to win a game is too good, too. I think I have to take both of those spots, even though I do think EDG is much better. But this is just, too big, just too big for me. Josh, WE plus 355 against EDG is too big a number. Yeah, number's just too big. you got to take we, uh, the it's, WE side. This is going to get stomped, too, but whatever. <laughs> uh, just a note on these, if you're ever – when you're making these bets – Always sprinkle like something on the minus one or the the two yeah. o for. Um, you're gonna get it insane. It's probably what plus three fifty five minus one and a half plus nine twenty eight. Yeah, like it's Ooh. absolutely worth a sprinkle because if they just come up with a better game plan and win two o, like you're gonna wish mm-hmm. you were on it. So, um, yeah, it's just too fat a number. Saturday in the LCK, we've got um, DRX plus seven o five against Damwon minus eleven eleven. Damwon sweeps at minus two seventy. No I'm, bet I'm for me. I'm actually going to lay the money on Damon sweeping this. Uh, D- DRX sucks. They're so bad. They're yeah, like they're really so bad. much worse really than bad. the entire league. It's not even funny. Like, it feels terrible because Damon haven't exactly been blowing the doors off, but DRX sucks so bad. They're just going to get run over in this contest. I'll eat the chalk on this one. I don't do that very often, but yeah. I'm just going to fade the series, but yeah, DRX <laughs> suck. I think DRX are maybe making a case for the worst team besides Victory 5. They're the second worst team in the East. Are any of the other LPL teams that... that Rogue Warriors are pretty bad, too, but... Victory 5 is the worst Victory 5 is in the league. awful. Victory, Victory 5, five is world. worse than LCS they're, teams. They're, they're, wise, they're so bad. Yeah, their, their GPM is, is sub-1600. You don't see that almost <laughs> ever. They're like 1580 and, GPM. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a bad look. Um, yeah, Rest of the LCK progressed. DRX did not. <laughs> so that's I think that's the stuff. And they're still trying to square peg round hole. I keep saying that, but like they're still just doing the same shit. Like they're gonna fluke victories in from teams that botch an early game on them once in a while, but like it's not how you want to be playing the game right now, I don't think. And like 
even the teams that are playing like scaling compositions, you can't just roll over and and, and give up everything. You you have to pick your fights, and they just don't. So, um, bottom lane, I will say the the new bottom lane's been a little bit better. So like, there's maybe that's your your case for DRX, but that's a pretty weak one for me. Sandbox plus one seventy four against T one minus two thirteen. T one beat a freak of this morning. Sandbox with the upset over Gen G this morning. Um, I kind of predicted that upset over Gen G. I, I thought Sandbox was a, a pretty yeah, good spot I, last I, night. I, I faded sides in that and took to- I bet totals, and I think I bet Sandbox first Herald or something like that. I forget, but uh, I didn't take a side on that because I, I thought it was a little too rich. But I also thought Gen G. Genji's in their they're in their downturn of the Yeah, they're of the they're right in now. their weird This team just gets this way sometimes. It's weird. And it feels like it's always at the worst times. So maybe it's good that they're getting it out now before playoffs. I don't know, but um This is weird, man. Like I I want to back T one here. But like sandbox are are more than competent. Like I think they're pretty good. And T one as much as their performance numbers say that they're good, they just sometimes they're just they just throw games. So I don't know. Like I, I think I think T one is the play here. What's the over under on this on these games? T uh, one is another one of those teams, by the way, that's like an auto fade for all their matches. They're super yeah. low kill for win and death for loss. Let me see what the total is for this one. Total is. 20, 22 and a half, half juice. Yeah, oh, it's pretty 23 low. Twenty-three and a half split. So twenty-three and a half minus one sixteen. Adjusted to it, knowing that they don't really do a lot of. Bloody I think all under twenty-two and a half. I was hoping Alt to get like a. And a half at plus hoping five looks like a play. Yeah, that one's that one's kind of tough. It's on the lower side. I was hoping to get like a twenty-five it's or twenty-six. Low, like, sandbox has been a little like, bit. Was it aggressive? And DRX the other day was it like a twenty-one and a half <laughs> yeah. total or whatever it was. So, um, Saturday in the LEC. Anything else in the OCK for that Saturday slate? Probably. Who's the play on this for DFS? It's two unplayable. There's two unplayable LCK yeah, they, matchups. So you just go to the LPL and play. Any combination of WE, EDG, JDG, RNG. Maybe Rare like, Adam. Even Rare Adam, yeah. You got choices. Yeah. Mono, yeah, mono LPL. Mono LPL. Those four teams. The, the underdogs sure. in the LCK for this match might score a total of 20 kills. So, all four, all both of them in all four, four or five games. So, <laughs> um, Saturday, LEC, Vitality minus 222 against XL plus 163. God damn it. I hate Vitality as a favorite, man. I, I can't do it. I think it's just I a fade for it. me. I'm... VIT kill spreads in this spot. That's reasonable. I'm I'm really mad at Excel. <laughs> and, and this is like, you guys know I'm a Vitality homer, but this isn't even about that. It's literally just I hate Excel, and I'm down to just bet against them at any point I can. Honestly, at this point, I'm so sick. Until so they sick. make me their GM next play. You're just rage fading. <laughs> that was the name of the episode a couple weeks ago. It's rage fading. He's <laughs> rage fading. Exactly it. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I just I I can't I I can't stomach backing them as favorites for too inconsistent. Um, Shalka minus one nineteen against Astralis minus one eleven. What is just this? take a nap for this? Take a nap. I for get this that game. they're both bottom. Teams. Take a nap for this game. Get recharged for an exciting LCS slate later. I think I would take either one of these teams at plus one fifteen, just... but 
Since they're both negative, I'm just going to pass it. Like, kind of like a shallow swing. It might still shift know. after Friday. Just like the way they've been drafting, I kind of like that they just know who they. I don't know. Whatever. I'm not. I'm not touching this game. Screw that. SK Gaming plus two ninety six against Fnatic minus four fifty five. Feels like a pure yeah, fade. Yes, it's too rich. Fnatic smash, but no. Maybe you do like Fnatic first to ten or something like that, like first to ten kills or uh, like Fnatic first inhibitor. The core, the, the the correlated uh, to win stuff like that. Under twelve and a half towers, maybe. Well, that's been kind of sketchy recently. Uh, a lot of teams trading cross map a lot better. So um, G two minus one fifty four misfits plus one fifteen. G two, snap it in. G two, yeah, misfits here. Wow, I bet you are, Gelati. Snap know, the G two money in, boys. <laughs> we can all tweet at Gelati after the game's that's over. I will say, so I, I learned my lesson last week, right? So I got back to row against G2 last week, right? Uh, hindsight, whatever that mental block is that that team has against G2 for whatever reason, they just they just like can't beat that team. It's hilarious, honestly. Like, th- there's just some – they just can't beat that team. They've, it's, oh, they've won one, one game all time against them or something like that. So – No, it's like- – Oh, and eleven yeah. is the meme, right? Or oh, and thirteen. You're gonna feel you're gonna feel silly, Gelati, when G two is holding up the cup for the LEC championship. You're gonna be like, really? Did I bet? Did I bet Maybe misfits I against G two at plus one fifteen? Maybe I will. Rogue minus one sixty one against Mad Lions plus one twenty one. The Spring Finals rematch. It's a good battle, man. I mean, Rogue kills spreads, dude. I I said it. I just I can't do it with this Mad Bot lane. And the problem is... They're going to get Callista, and they're going <laughs> to... Well, the problem is that this is a... Like, Han Salma has turned into just a total kill lane player only, yeah. for the most part. He's only playing Draven Callista for the Draven. most part. Like, Dude, I kind of like um, the, the, the pivot, though. Like, I like that. Like, one, he's good at those champions, and two, like, if everyone else is trying to play, like, like Varus and Jinx and Cogmall and Aphelios and shit like that, like, yeah, kick the shit out of him in lane, dude. And Ezreal... Don't fuck around with that. Just bully the shit out of them, stack dragons, win the game. I love it. I, I like Rogue here, actually. I really kind of like Rogue's... Uh, I like the way they match up with Mad Lions, specifically the bot lane, like you guys are talking about. I really think Hansama's been great yeah. this season. I think he's playing the right champions. I think they could really take advantage of Karzy's like, ridiculous yeah. aggression. I, I like, like the Rogue. Well, I'm on Rogue's side for this one, I think. LCS! Yeah, Rogue. Anything else on that, Chris? Just like Rogue? No, Rogue. I, I like Rogue on this one. They 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 gotta be champing at the bits for like losing to the man in spring. Do I like that they play that kind of stuff in the bot lane? Yes, I do. <laughs> we just thought no, there's a lag anyway. LCS, we got a thrilling LCS slate here. TSM minus two eighty six against Golden Guardians plus two hundred three. Give me the Guardians, dude. <laughs> like. I'm gonna fade. I'm gonna pass this one, I think. But I, I could see betting Golden Guardians. I, I did, obviously I haven't done my my due diligence on this one yet. Like this is this is probably pretty close to market. Like I, I'm I'm probably gonna make this pretty close to market and probably pass it. But like my initial instinct is is Golden Guardians kill spreads. Any uh any uh any you're crazy. Any defensive TSM here. 
you're not going to get any defensive TSM on this yeah. show, Gelati. EG minus 204 against Immortals plus 149. Give me EG. I will lay the money line with EG. I am laying yeah, two, four, 204 with evil geniuses. Oh, how the turntables have turned. They're I agree. Good. I agree. They're just good. Kill spreads also. All right. Let's see. FlyQuest plus 194 against C9 minus 270. Similar to the TSM one, I'm, I'm kind of skeptical to lay this kind of chalk with Cloud9 the way they've been playing recently, but I also don't really like FlyQuest in this spot either. It's a passer for me. Pass, Any yeah. FlyQuest love, Josh? Any love for the Rooks? Uh, I'd like, this number's probably good enough it's to close, get C9. Right? And like, honestly, so I was going to say this earlier, but like, if Lycos would bring Jose Diodo only back up, I would like them even more, like a lot more. Because he's been destroying an academy if anyone's yeah. been watching this game. <laughs> but like, ah, it's just tough. I, I, it's it's close. I mean, I don't want to, like, this is going to be a game you're probably going to want a piece of in DFS. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, which means yeah. a lot of people are going to be on C nine, so I'll probably play a lot of FlyQuest and that's GPPs. But mm-hmm. that's actually man, probably a better. That's, that's a better way. That that's a better closed. way to play this, I think. Then that's probably a better way to get yeah. exposure. Yeah, John talks about that a lot, but this is probably a good spot where where that is because you'll probably get sub. Because like, I do, I do think this is close to market, just like yeah. the TSM Golden Guardians game. Like I think this is close. Like I-, I could see a case for the underdog here, but like I think it's close enough that you probably just pass it if you actually think Cloud9 win. The problem with, with FlyQuest and DFS on this slate is that you're not going to have any lineups where you can afford to play them because you're going to have so much CLG at .05% <laughs> ownership. <laughs> you're going to be the only person in a 5,000 person GPP to roster CLG. You just got to play the CLG FlyQuest stack, dude. There we go. Double dog. If you play CLG FlyQuest and they both win these games, you will win the GPP. <laughs> I, I double dog dare you, John. Put a lineup in. I'll put a lineup in. Fuck it. Let's go. (laughs) I'll put a beer on it. Let's go. Um, Dignitas plus 235. Liquid minus 333. Look, I don't like this Dignitas team, but again, this is the same thing as those three, where it's like, I I think this is kind of close to market. Like, if I had to play this, I'd play Dignitas. I agree, and I might bet Dignitas. I think TLs looked pretty bad in general. I don't think they're going to be on Dig. Like, not. They're not a bottom three team or anything, but I don't think they've looked very good recently. Yeah, I think of these three dogs, I, I like Dignitas the most. Well, the four, I guess, is the fourth game. But uh, of these, like, in the range of plus 200 dogs, I th- I like Dignitas the most, and it's the biggest number. Surprise, surprise. I agree. I you prefer like them, yeah. You like Dig over Golden Guardians, both of you? I think I, I do, actually, think yeah. So. I think really? so. That's the only other one no, that, that I'm considering here, because I've TL has that shitter Alfari on their team. Just like the thing is, like that's, my, Alfari that's my could just like I, dumpster I think, this game by himself. That's my problem. Is yeah, that's they have the ability to dumpster with one player. Where I don't see TSM having that same ability. Like, a Blolov has been good enough. By the way, can we take a second? Can we take a second to talk about the Tom Kench mid? It's sweet. Oh yeah, that was oh, my word. That's was that so good? That was awesome. It's sweet. Like I imagine it's really awesome. That was sick. I just I just wanted to touch on that, but that was sick. But yeah, I, just, I, I don't know where you guys are like, from. Yeah, I just prefer the Golden Guardians slightly as as 
of all these underdogs we've talked about so far, I think. Who on TL is going to be the one person? Alfari sucks. If they had Licorice oh, on their God. team, they could, they could Moving 1v5. Moving on to the next game. The problem... <laughs> is John, you're great, you're, you're, you're great at keeping the show moving. because <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's a Jenkins weekend. But it's a Jenkins weekend, John. That's what I was talking about. Oh, yeah, they, yeah, they could 1v5 100 with Jenkins. 100 Thieves minus 526 against CLG plus 330. 100 Thieves kill spreads. I'm gonna have to message my guy at CLG and be like, "Does your whole team want to oh kill themselves God, or no?" Dude, like, did they all go out drinking Friday night? <laughs> like, try to get some insider information here. Kill, kill. Total what if CLG under. just rosters like? What if they just roster like five guys from the street? Like, wouldn't that be hilarious? Like, the like they just show team. up on a because their because their academy team sucks too. So that's just yeah, call, 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 roster, up, uh, like, call Cutie Pie up and be like, "Yo, you want to play a game? Yeah, yeah Cutie kick, Pie. You're going kick it old school." We'll run it back, just like old what times. Are those, uh, those NBA contracts, are, those, like, are they one-week yeah. contracts that they do in the NBA all the time? Yeah, but you just have CLG sign a whole team on one-week contracts. Ten-day. They're ten-day No, no, listen. The MSG group's not going to allow this, dude. They paid top dollar for these players. They want them to play. I'm just I'm not even talking about this. Uh, Sunday. Moving on. Kill total unders in this one, by the way. That's the play. 100 Thieves smash. Uh, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday in the LPL, we've got LNG minus one sixty-seven against LGD plus one twenty-five. I I like LNG here. Yeah, I think I'm gonna bet LNG and the LNG spread. Seems like a cheap number. Like they're LGD has really fallen down. If you look at their like results, they were a lot better in the first like three or four weeks than they have been recently. Good. They never were good. You're seeing this in the LPL now too, like where it's like okay, like the good teams figured out the meta game. Yep, we're back to square one, right where we were last season. A couple different changes, and that's it. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah, I mean they were dependent on a patch. The patch would favor them and the players that played the champions, and now it has shifted yeah. greatly. So that this team's no longer Shadow's not carrying. Well, I think team. like that was there's teams that have legitimately improved. And there's teams that legitimately improve, and they have help from the patch. And then there's teams that just had help from the patch. Like, they just had a good read on the patch, or a couple of patches, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and then you have teams that are, like, benefit from it. Like, LGD kind of were a blend of all of those, but I think they were helped the most by the other teams just not having any idea what they were doing early on. And, like, they're definitely an improved team. They're way better than the spring version, for sure, but they're not good. Like, they're still not a good team. And I think, like, LNG have at least shown me, like, enough, like, just good League of Legends play. Like, they're not perfect by any means, but they're kind of, like, well-positioned right now, and they're good enough to take care of business in a spot like this, I think. So, I say that, but LNG lost to, what, Ultra Prime, right? So, like, yes, I don't know. I think LNG's the play here. I agree. OMG. What? <laughs> Jesus Christ! What? Is, what is happening? What is happening? OMG! The sad thing is, I want a better number on the underdog. OMG! Minus seven hundred. OMG! Minus seven hundred. The last time that happened, Cool was playing for this team. Okay, <laughs> that was seven years ago, probably. Good God! And wasn't even born yet. The OMG minus one and a half actually is Dude. value. Russian bears, right? 
victory five, are they this bad? Your thoughts? I wanted, I, I wanted to bet victory five in this match, but this is not a good enough number. 424 is not even close. I wanted plus 800 on victory five Man. in this matchup, and I was going to bet them at like eight or 900. This isn't going to be like the one match they win. This isn't their Super Bowl? No. Here's what you're I mean, just, but they're going to lose. You bet a unit on OMG minus one and a half, and then about a quarter unit on V5 minus one and a half. I like that quite a lot. I think that's the Because if OMG drops the game one, they're just going to be like, holy shit, we're terrible, and just lose game two off of tilt. <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> they're not even going to play. They're just going to FF. They're like, get on the jet. Get I'm gonna out of have here. to. I'm gonna have to do a side by side comparison. I'm gonna have to do a side by side comparison of Spring 2021 V5 against this V5 and see if it's actually close. That line, the wind never came. It's like one of my favorite lines of all time. Spring V5, the wind never came. I love it. That's a that's a double callback. That's solid. <laughs> OMG, really minus 700, dude. Get the hell out of here. I would love to see Victory 5 against CLG. We need to see that matchup. Dude. I like I, the double one and a half. Minus I think one and a half. I'm probably going to hold my nose at back Victory 5 here. I'm going to hate myself for it, but... Hey, at least we'll have something to sweat in this game, right? Top Esports, minus 476 against Invictus, plus 307. We'll say Invictus to take a game is at minus 109. This is exactly the game Invictus wins, right? Josh is uh, pleading the fifth on all Invictus games. He gets it. Thumbs up. I think I'm just going to bet. Oh, man. I can't even do it because the number's not good enough. I want to bet top minus one and a half, but I don't think minus 122 is good enough. So I think I'm just going to end up fading this. If you wanted to bet, I think if I was going to bet one bet on this match, it would be Invictus minus one and a half and just hope that this was the series where they really showed up. 800-something's a pretty good number. Invictus are perplexing, man. Like... This feels like they're going to be competitive. I don't know. King Tian's got to face the Shy for the first to, time. Yeah, that's mine. If anyone wants to slide my DMs for a side bet on whether King Tian or the Shy gets more solo kills, I'll be on King Tian. If anyone wants to take the bet, hit me up. Damn. So you're so you're on top then here, right? Like. I don't take sides in these games. I, I'll, wanna... bet a, I'll bet a prop. I'm not betting any lines. Real line in an IG game is already. If you want to bet against the Shy, you should message Wilson on Twitter because Wilson will tell you that the Shy is the worst player in professional play in any region. Wilson, like, literally actually believes that. And I understand yeah, where he's yeah. coming from. Having, having not been there for glory the Shy's, days. like, glory years, he just showed up and saw a guy that, like, every game. gets <laughs> in super hard every game. So Wilson's Wilson like, the Shy is the worst player <laughs> that is pro. That's, uh, <laughs> that's on fire tonight, dude. Chat is on fleet. Yeah, chat's loaded up. Uh, I like last year. Last year, though, we called on the power of friendship. Jackie Love is coming back to facing his old team. Oh, this is Jackie Love on the rift. Wait, they they have to bring in Balon. They have to bring in Balon if they want to win this. We know what Jackie Love does when he faces Invictus, right? This is gonna. This could be power of friendship narrative, boys. Jackie Love's gonna int. For he, the literally power of so he literally win. did last season. He literally did it last season. Like, 
Hey, IG money line pick of the week. Let's go. I'm pulling this up now because I'm I'm 99% sure that actually happens. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure That's Jack is just already got this series. Right? I think he did. This was where John's like famous power friendship kind of came. Oh, to all fruition. right. So, all right, here we go. I have I have the the, the game up. Uh, Invictus won game one. Jackie Love went one five and eight on Aphelios with a Thresh as his support against Puffs Callista. and that was that was it for that game. Zune actually. They got to play Valleystick in this one. They have so to. Nine, one and nine, and then Top proceeded to completely obliterate the next two games. Not even close. So, Invictus game one, right? Not this time. <laughs> um, hashtag trends, right? Um, for real though, I I, I kind of think this number is too big. I'm probably going to be on Invictus. This team's got issues, but uh, this is a big number. This is a big number for good players. And like. The the bottom lane's the issue with this team, but like sometimes Jackie Love just does stupid shit, and that could erase any advantage you'd have there. So I don't even know. Like, Kev's on the trends in the chat, Vince. You gotta you gotta peep the chat real quick. Kev's on the trends. I just two and zero. Ten guests. There we go. He's on it. Nice. Yeah, when they played Balon in summer twenty twenty, then Jackie Love inted and IG one two zero. Yeah, he wanted to make Balon look good. It's his old. It's his bro. Power of friendship. He's if the Invictus Gaming. People are smart. He's they friend, put in battle. Friendship to the bitter end, dude. We got to reunite them. Bring the two of them to bot lane in NA, dude. How fucking cool would that be? <laughs> <laughs> fucking Golden Guardians, Jackie Love, Golden Guardians, Balon. You're 2022 Spring Split champions, the Golden Garden. <laughs> Wait till they Jackie have Love, Jackie Love's kill junior. share for the entire team was actually 67%. That's impressive. That's <laughs> Poll ended. Who <laughs> put the poll up? I didn't even see that. Oh, man. LCK Sunday. We've got Gen G minus 250 against Afrika plus 201. Uh, Afrika? Yeah, I think I'm either going to bet Afrika yeah. or pass. I don't think I'm going to bet Gen G. I mean, Gen G could. It wouldn't surprise me at all if they just came out and smashed this, but Afrika are a competent team. They're pretty good. So. I say that as they made just – they played that entire series so intelligently, and then they just were like, oh, yeah, let's give up a free baroning map three. Oh, oh, cool. Recalling for stupid reasons. God, I want to see, like – I want to see FlyQuest the Shy so bad. That's what FlyQuest I want to see. Lickrish. I'll say again, dude, you know, then then the Shy would be the second best top in the region behind Viper still, you know? So, like, what are we going to do? Shout out for anyone in the chat that hasn't heard about this. Has anyone uh, been following the Viper-related news? You have. <laughs> so Viper's first brother is number is rank uh, one in NA this. right I now. I did see this. General, General Sniper? General Sniper. He's rank one. But their younger brother just got into Challenger. Like 14 or something, So there's now right? three people from that family. Yeah, now three people from that family in Challenger with one of them being rank one. They're is built he, different. Is the younger one a uh, – because General Sniper's a Riven one trick. Is uh is the younger one also? I don't, I don't know. know. I haven't I haven't followed the youngest yeah. one, but I just think it's Runs pretty sweet family. that uh that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah that they they got three of them in in Challenger at once. I'll just say one thing on the uh the LCK match the Gen G. I I think I've said it on here a couple times, but I think I prefer on Gen G games to kind of wait for draft if you can, because 
I just don't feel comfortable if BDD's not on one of the mage-style champions. He played all three mages this morning. But, like, I've been very unimpressed when he's on the likes of the, the sets, uh, the Nocturnes. I think he's played maybe Nocturnes His sets okay, bit. but I agree um, with you on the other stuff. Yeah. Like, his, his year is phenomenal. I He might be the best Azir in I the world. he is. And I think it's hard to it's hard to bet against him on that. He did lose on it this morning, but kind of fluky. Uh, like, if he gets his ear, and if it's a good spot for his ear, I think it's hard to bet against this team. But if he's on forced onto one of these melee carries, I just don't like them as much. I don't like the way that they try to they have to play fights as well. He does much better making plays on on these playmakers that aren't going and punch you in the face and try and yeah. stat check. Right? Like I think he's he's okay on Renekton. I think his set's actually pretty good, but everything else in that ilk is is a little. It's the thing is like it's BDD like it's not bad it's just you know it, it's compared to everything his else mage, yeah the very 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 good mage range range yeah. players my my so this stylistically this is a huge mismatch right like Genji Genji are so weird because it's, it seems like when they want to they can just be like this insane early game team but like they don't play they don't play like an early game team they just have really good players that outplay people. It's almost like top esports kind of does this a little bit too, where like they'll 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 draft like their their philosophy is the same every game, right? Like we have better players, we're gonna outlane you, we're gonna outscale and win, right? Sometimes their players are just so much better that they just balloon these huge ass early game leads, even though they're like not playing through herald, they're not playing through tower gold, like they're just laning people to death and stacking dragons, right? And they've hard committed to doing that this season. A freaker, the opposite. A freaker, like, to get shit going with Herald, first Herald, snowball off tower, and then get, you know, get fly out on the map kind of thing. Like, that's how they've been, which I think is the better way to play right now, personally. But, uh, so, like, I kind of think this could be, like, Genji could just get blown out, like, in an early game, like they did this morning against Sandbox, because Sandbox are similar, like, build, right? Like, when you have these two kind of, when you have teams that don't want anything to do with Herald, like, there's just certain teams that are going to play that way. Golden Guardians play that way in North America. Uh, or not Golden Guardians. Um, like, Brion in LCK. There's a couple LPL teams that do it, too, where, like, they're just like, nope, we're going to stack dragons. We're cool. And we're just going to try to absorb the pressure, right? But sometimes you can just get run over in those situations. You can look really, really bad. So, uh, stylistically, I think, like, if you're going to play this, is the side, but I'm probably going to pass. Like, maybe I play Afrika here. How my life? The Hummel Life Esports Chovies. Just like the Edmonton Connor McDavid's in hockey. Uh, the Hummel Life Chovies. Minus 196 against Brion, plus 162. Hummel Life have been better. But, dude, come on. Are we really laying 200 with this team? I actually uh, I actually like Hummel minus one and a half. Yeah? I actually think it's almost pick of the week really? level. I don't, I don't believe Fred Brion at all, and uh, and I think that Hanwa's looked better enough recently that plus one forty five for the minus one and a half is yeah. good enough for me. Like so, just a just a heads up, like because I have it here, but like these are it weights trending performance, but if you filter out completely, like just like the first three weeks, because honestly Hanwa were just abysmal in the first three weeks. If you just look at their most recent weeks performance, they're a lot better than this. But they're still just average. Like, they're not particularly good. I did this for the game that's uh, tomorrow morning, I think they play. So, uh, yeah, they play against KT tomorrow morning. I'm on KT in that matchup. So, 
I mean, I guess like Brion have issues. Like, I don't think Brion's particularly good, but I don't think they're a bad team either. And I don't think I just don't think Hamad deserved to be laying this kind of money to really anybody besides the RX. Yeah, I don't know. For me, I like the Josh, Hamad side. Thoughts? So, I'll just tell you my reaction. You said. Am I going to lay ha- minus 200 with Hanwha? And I instantly said no. And then you said Fred and Brian, And then I was like, eh. Like, have you seen that? Yeah. Um, where, she's like, where she's like, it's like, eh. So, like, that, that's kind of how I feel. I don't really know what to say. Like, Brion just, first dragon. That's the best Brion way to first describe dragon's how always I feel. Yeah. Matches. I just don't know. Like, Hanwha does look good when they win, but they look so bad at other times. It's just tough yeah. to trust this team. That's kind of my issue with them. Like, I I think they're just a one-man show. Like, Chovy is good enough to just solo win a series. He does that. But, like, you see the times where he doesn't. It's just, like... The thing is, like, Brion are going to play the stupid, like, super simple shit that, like, you can't just solo carry a game against. And that's what I'm concerned about. I don't know. Maybe he gets on Rise and just side lanes and 1v9s a game. I don't know. But, yeah. Uh, take Take... What's it called? Brion, Brion First Dragon is a slam dunk here. Like, any, literally, like, anything up to minus 200. Um, Hama Life, 40% First Dragon rate. Uh, 74% for Brion. <laughs> They're the best Dragon team in the world. So, <laughs> um, yeah, just take First Dragon. That's overall Dragon Control and First Dragons. So, that's the play on this one. We are at Sunday in the LCS. We've got Golden Guardians plus 206, Team Liquid minus 286. Probably Golden Guardians. <laughs> similar to the TSM one. Yeah, it's really similar to the TSM one. I think if I was going to choose one, I would actually rather Same. have them against Team Liquid Same. than what I've seen recently. CLG plus 213 against Evil Genius is minus 303. I'll take the EG money line and the kill spread. I think the kill side I'm going to take the kill spread. I don't. I know. I don't ever bet minus three hundred three and best of one really. Cloud nine, TSM, esports even money split minus one fifteens. This is another one of those matchups where I think I would take plus one fifteen on either one of them, but I'm having a hard time convincing myself to take minus one fifteen yeah, on either one of them. TSM have been better, but like not not by enough to really. Slam C9. You know what? I I can totally see it. Like, it makes total sense to me. I'm just... Yeah, I I don't begrudge that. I I think, like, we've talked about it at length ad nauseum. Like, we talk about Zen's positioning errors disgustingly. Like, yeah. But TSM's bot lane is their weakness. It's an extremely predictable position. You know Sword Art has split is only playing these hard-engaged champions. C9 has shown some flexibility there, but they haven't really this split. Um, it's not going to be a focus, and I, then I think like you just look at the other lanes, and like yeah, it could go TSM favored, but I don't think anyone here is going to say that Huni's been playing better mm, than Fudge. No. Um, I think Speaker and Blabber have Speaker's been about been equal, better. and I think Perks I think and Poe. Okay, I, I guess Perks you can make that I argument. Yeah, because Blabber Perks yeah. Poe is a wash, so I think it's to me I, I give a slight edge to C9 just based on yeah, like on the position. if if you but. think about like what we expect cloud nine to be like I, I'm look, I'm giving the benefit of the doubt to them that they're going to get their shit together and be good by playoffs. 
Like I, I kind of, I'm, I've been having a hard time with that in North America because you have so many of these teams that have, just, they just locked, like they didn't literally lock playoffs, but they've essentially locked playoffs like weeks ago. And then, so it, it's kind of hard for me to, like I, I almost want to say like they're coasting a little bit. Like I don't know if they just like had a weaker practice, like a lighter practice schedule or what, but it, it does, it does feel that way, doesn't it? A little bit, where like. A lot of these good teams maybe just don't want to burn out, and they've been kind of coasting to the finish line, especially the teams that have, like, a crazy good record. And then, like, as good as EG and 100 Thieves have been, they've kind of had to make up some ground, so they've been tryharding a little bit. But I, I don't know. that That's maybe a little bit too narrative streety. But, but, like, I expect Cloud9 to be better than they've been. So, like, I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt, and I could to- for that reason I could actually see backing them in this spot, but I'm probably just passing this one. Immortals, plus 211. 100 Thieves, minus 294. This is a big number. I know Immortals haven't been great, but this is a pretty big number. I think Unders, again, might be a decent play in this spot. Quite a bit. Congrats, Jelati. <laughs> me, me and Kev had a, a, a side bet for uh, th- uh, better, than th- better than three and a half in the standings at the end of the season. It's not over yet. could still happen. So I win if TSM I get plus one fifty if TSM win or get third or better. So FlyQuest minus one for what? FlyQuest minus one forty nine against Dignitas plus one twelve. New kids looked good. They look better than Dignitas by this much. Not enough to bet him at minus one forty nine. Josh. I hate Acadian, but I don't hate him this much. <laughs> Chris. Uh jeez. This comes back to this this is I like this game more for DFS than I do betting here because these are Dignitas is just a team fighting team they have their their objective control is trash. So FlyQuest bringing their academy style. I think it's gonna depend on who does the better team fight at the end of the day and I might leave right. Fly on this. This probably is the DFS play on this slate, right? Trying to look through it. Maybe Golden Guardians is your dog. Either side of the Cloud9 TSA game, and then maybe a piece of this one. A different, like, small stack or something. Yeah, I mean, C9 and TSM. C9 and TSM will be really cheap. So you could could play either of them with just about anybody, probably. Uh, Dignitas and somebody seems like a good play. Dignitas and uh, just like not, just like gut, Dignitas gut take on this like, looks like the bloodiest game on the slate, right? I'm, I'm gonna end up playing almost for sure Dignitas TL because TL will be under owned and they're in the best matchup as far as fantasy scoring against Golden Guardians. Is EG gonna be over? and then Dignitas probably EG's will be super highly owned on the slate because of the price. Uh, I just worry with CLG, uh, EG will be super highly owned, but I, wor- I worry that that game is just a blowout, 18 to two and, or some shit, and there's no. Yeah, low KP and stuff. Pick of the week. I'm not going to go over last week's because it was like two weeks ago. Nobody remembers that shit. But I did grade them there in the pick of the week page, but I will copy and paste that to the other one when I get a second. Pick of the week this week. I put it down. I stole it. I don't know if anyone else was on this one, but I stole it before we even got into the call today. Uh, EG minus 112 against TSM. Pick of the week. I dig it. I went with Vitality plus 115 against Misfits. I'm really confident in that bet, actually. I'm ready to go. 
We'll have to, we'll have to shit talk a little bit in the Discord yeah. then. <laughs> Chris, where are you at? I'm surprised that I'm actually with you on the previous one. I was on the Misfits side myself when I looked at the odds. It's like, hmm, this must be a reaction to how Misfits has looked lately. Uh, Fanatic plus money. This was my other. This is the other one I liked a lot. This one. Love it. That's why me, me loving a bet against Rogue. Isn't that wild? Fnatic are just good, man. They look so good. Josh? Oh. It's happened. I've spent too much time with Kevin. He's infiltrated my brain. He's recruited me to his, his future site. I don't know if you guys have heard about it, but I can't say the <laughs> name on air, but it's, you know, it's going to be a fun site. So we're going all in here. Uh, got a three leg parlay. I think there's value on each leg actually. So 100 TC9 under 25 and a half kills, plus EG money line against TSM minus what or yeah. yeah minus 112. And then the third and final leg is going to be G2 versus Misfits minus 154. Parlay those three legs is about plus Dude, 500. I like the 100 Thieves Cloud Nine on. I, I like the first two legs of this a lot. Why don't you put that with Fnatic, dude? Because G2 is like a lock to beat Misfits, but Fnatic's like kind of a gamble. All right. Plus 501 on that, right? All right, cool. Doing another parlay because he won the die roll. Uh, Actually, this is back-to-back. It was a couple weeks apart, so it's not technically a back-to-back, but uh, Brad won the die roll again. It's a a free roll underscore DFS. Uh, let me just read the tweet because it was funny as hell. He says, let's see. I've been to the future and returned to the present. The quadrakill five-leg, four-league, free money Friday, Miller Lite max profit parlay of the day. There <laughs> we go. Guardians against Counter-Logic, Life against KT Rolster. Fun Plus, minus 165 against Sunni Gaming. Um, Fnatic over Rogue and Excel over Shalka. At plus sixteen oh one. If it hits, we're taking one hundred percent of the credit for it and counting it in our in our gold. I, I tracked the listener. Profit, I tracked the listener so. picks. They're in their own category. Exactly. So we're taking credit for it if it wins. If it loses, I'm going to be like, we shouldn't count that. As, as a matter, like a as a matter of fact, away. let's see. The listeners have actually done pretty well this year. The listeners are outperforming me and Josh. They're not outperforming John and Chris. Yeah, the listeners are plus four point four units. This they're twelve and seven. I think I got a you know I got a slight bounce back last week. I think no, I you did. I count, that's week. counted. I counted. I'm gonna. I put all that in. Ah, uh, sad. I'm gonna repost that uh, CLG Topo video as me talking to you guys about the <laughs> Do it. <laughs> all right. Uh, I think that's gonna be it for us this week. Um, oh yeah, I forgot. I I try to read all the picks. I think good catch, Kev. Thank you. Because I, I have been trying to do that. Um, the other nominees were uh, Avalanche underscore 2025, uh, Rogue Warriors minus one and a half against Toppy Swiss tomorrow. <laughs> plus well, 2,000. Was it plus 2,000? Uh, yeah. Rogue XL 4-0 Moneyline Parlay. I know he tweeted at me, but I don't remember what the uh, actual number was. Let me see. Dude, you can't, you can't just give me all the – I'm not – whatever, dude. <laughs> I ask you for the parlay <laughs> never, number, never, dude. Never you're gonna make lax. me. You're gonna make me put this into a calculator. Yeah. No, fuck no. Dude, the thing is, like, if any of you guys know Emric, you know he's just super laid back. He's like, look, there's four games. I like them all. You can yeah. bet one. You can bet two. You can bet three. You That's... can bet four. I don't care. You can bet any this of them. Probably you don't bet like, them all. It this is probably like a <laughs> plus fifteen hundred ish. 
just just eyeballing it. But and then Big Kev likes rare atom likes a parlay of rare atom over Ultra Prime, EDG over WE, and G two over Misfits for a total of plus three fifty seven. So Brad won the die roll, but we did have another a couple other submissions, and we'd like to read those out to everybody. So thank you for submitting your listener pick of the weeks. Um, I think that's going to be it for us this week. Uh, ran kind of long, but we talked a lot about some of the bigger. We had, we had a couple. We had a week's worth of work to catch up on. So, um, everybody enjoy your weekend. A lot of good games on this weekend. A lot of not so good games on this weekend, but we have fun sweats in those games as well. Uh, getting toward the end of the summer season, you got a couple weeks left. Uh, playoff picture. Make sure I'll say this too: as we get into these final weeks, just like a word of caution, keep playoff picture stuff in mind, but don't overrate it. That's like a big mistake I think a lot of people make is they get they get sucked into the narrative of, oh, this team's eliminated, they don't care anymore. Uh, and then conversely, oh, this team is trying extra hard because they have something to play for, especially if there's like a seeding thing or something like that. So a little bit of a word of caution there. Uh, anything else, guys? Uh, only other thing I was going to say is check out the uh, check out the the channel on Twitch on Sunday for my uh, for my dream hack Ooh, yeah. Twitch Rivals Magic thing. Even if you don't play Magic, I'll try to make it a little fun, and it should be kind of cool. Uh, you probably get to see standard. it on the mainstream if I do all right as well. So, yeah, but I haven't played Standard in I don't know probably at least six months, and I, I didn't play it much before that, so it'll be fun. Josh, Chris, you got anything else? Everybody have a good weekend. Enjoy yourselves. The Gold Card Podcast opening theme is Clouds by Harvey and the Hendersons. The closing theme is Wasp in a Hat by the Tea Club. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Podbean to never miss an episode.